IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. The 69 IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Everybody celebrate 69 tonight! Hello everyone and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. Except whoever decided that having six shows for us to cover was a good idea. Ah oh, damn, that's a big show, Mr. Andy. Uh, I am your host, Luke, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, and hello, Luke. So should I hang up then, or we should just what? stop recording? Because I think <laughs> it was kind of my fault that we're doing six shows. <laughs> so. No, that's all right. I had work, too, so it, it, it's all it's all worked out. And I think what we'll do is we'll just talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and nothing but New Japan Pro Wrestling Golden Series, and that's about it. Yeah. You know, as we as we always do. And if there are uh, people out there that wish to contact us, Mr. Andy, they can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Neveropenpod at gmail.com for written or voicey emails. And we're on the Tweety and that uh, na- uh, at Neveropenpod. That's where we both are at. I'm there individually at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drucifer Tweets. Uh, buy our merch. It's awesome. And you should have it on you. Anywhere, you can even get stickers and just stick it anywhere too. It's all good. Get our shit. Oh, and we swear a lot, so be aware of that. Mm. <laughs> and strap in, folks, because we got lots of New Japan Pro Wrestling Golden Series to talk about. Yeah, it's true, and I only want to talk about that. Uh, did you get that video I sent you about a Highlander reboot? I did. I forgot to watch it. Oh. It, okay. Is he going to be in it? Does he want to be in it? Well, um, I sent you that that video, and I'd like you to, when you get a chance, take a look at that kind of video, that channel. It's called The Sword Experience on uh, YouTube, and it's, oh, it's yeah. um, Adrian that's, Paul. That's and, Duncan's sword school. <laughs> and a good chunk of it is just him, like, random thoughts about Highlander while he walks through the park or drives, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really funny so you should check that out but uh but yes new japan so there is some new japan news i guess uh, did we talk about it last week the tenzon was injured or is no, that something not. yeah so he's injured um you know he's somebody stepped on his uh his rat tail and uh <laughs> it's it's messed up and he couldn't make it to the hairdresser so he just decided not to come to work i think maybe the happened. hairdressing debt collectors paid him a visit and <laughs> broke his, his other leg. foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's that's not hilarious that he hurt himself, but you know that that we made fun of him. That was hilarious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are funny. Yeah, we're oh, total douchebags. Get well, Mister Tenzan. Uh, all the well. Okay, don't then. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh we love Tenzon. He's great and he's actually on one of these shows, I think. So uh but he gets injured in the show or something along those lines. Yeah, he's in this first show, I think. So Yeah, yeah. All right, so we should talk about that first show then. We're at uh New Year's Golden Series in Osaka. Oh my god, they're getting to the fireworks factory early. Yes, yes, we are. And we start with uh Ryohai Iwa and Tenkozi. Here, here they are in the first match versus Kosai Fujita, Tomoaki Homa and Yuji Nagata. 
All right. It's three dads, Jim. Explode. I know. I know. It's uh, Nagato facing off against Tenkozy, which is kind of cool. This is a fun match. And that's that's my first Nova's Day of the year. It's kind of weird to see the dads beat each other up. (laughs) Even though they used to do that all the time. (laughs) And then there's the lame submission booth by Tencent on Vegeta for the win. It was kind of shit. Yeah, and you know they do that for fun sometimes. You know, they just beat each other up. And, you know, that's that's one of those things. Um, I like that uh, he tends on – this is the one where he won, and uh, he put that, like, like throat lariat, super stiff throat lariat, and then, like – you've heard of the high angle, Brab, Boston Crab. Have you heard of the low angle, Boston Crab? Because that's what he puts on. It's like – Whatever Wait, the, the opposite what? of the high, the low angle, Boston crab. What's this crab business? Brab. That's it. All right, keep going. Yes, it's that. So he uses a low angle one, and it looks like really weird and funny because he's but angry about something. We're gonna see some better brabs in these shows. Uh, they're a little a bit lot of bouncy. Brabs. bouncy. Uh, I like the bouncy brabs that we're gonna get on the VAD yeah. shows. So uh, I can't wait for those. But next we got, <sighs> all right, we got Yo and the Chaos Boys. That's uh, Goto and Yoshihashi versus Sho, Dick, Togo, and Ijiro. And there's an O'Connell Row Oral on Togo. Uh, make it stop. Why are Sho and Yo still wrestling? That's that's all my notes. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Yo and Dick Togo, they screw up uh, the O'Connor roll spot and have to redo it so that Yo can win. And that was really funny. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't like this matchup. And like you said, it's funny because I don't think that's the last time we're going to say, why are these folks still wrestling on this oh my. particular episode? Because uh, we got to talk about them wrestle a lot. How about six fucking times plus? Because sometimes they have multiple <laughs> matches on the shows. <laughs> Next, we got a match that puts a freaking smile on my dial. <laughs> it's Togi Makabe versus the Great Okan. I knew Makabe was losing just like Kojima lost last time. But the Kojima match was awesome. Great Okan actually carried this. And of course, of course... Togi Makabe must get all of his shit in, mm-hmm. as much of it as he can, and he has to look strong taking the Eliminator for the finish. But they're all taking Eliminators, so that's cool. They're putting that move over. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> this was an all right match. Uh, Togi Makabe is Togi Makabe, and Greater Khan will have <laughs> a better match in another on another night with a wrestler that's not as good as Makabe. <laughs> So, yeah, this one was just okay, especially coming off the heels of that first Kojima match, which was awesome. Yeah, this is – I really like this, but I figured something out at this match. You know, we've talked about how Makabe, he's a political monster, you might say, or political animal, you know, uh, backstage. He's always pinning everybody. He doesn't want to get pinned, and he, um, you know, has royalty-free music whenever we see him in Japan. So we hear the kind of in the background, but then this like plays over top of it. And it's really weird. And I love the sound of the two songs just clashing with each other, but I figured it out. It's because Makabe, he actually owns 
the rights to the immigrant song in Japan. So he won't sell them to America uh, for us to watch. Like, or, you know, it's a new Japan world. He won't sell them the rights for without, I mean, he's charging a lot of, a lot of burgers, let's just say. And so they don't want to agree to that. And that's the only reason, that's the reason why he's the only person whose music we can't hear on Japan, on new Japan world. So. Even though uh, there's at least two nights of these six where we hear a good portion of the immigrant song before they're like, <laughs> this is a good match though. The match is good. It's it's uh, good. I just I think I like uh, some of Greta Khan's other matches uh, more. That's it. Well, yeah, it's just like, but it's like a big man match, you know. And Okan is up to the task, you know. And uh, but like it's yeah, fun it because they do all the normal New Japan big man spots, but they're a little different because great Okan is there you know and he does all the different shit um he also does the the like hit the ropes go behind waist lock thing into the claw which is great and uh makabe tries to fight out of it but eliminator and he wins and Okan's like oh i won but it still hurt me to win because of how strong makabe is you see and he sold all the way to the back and he did that on every single night he wrestled and i love him for that Yes, he did. And, you know, you always got to make Bacabe look strong if he's losing too. So he has to take the finisher, take all the big, heavy, greater car moves, you know, all of that stuff. <laughs> you know, do you reckon Bacabe would go down for one Rainmaker or would he insist on taking two Rainmakers? Two? I mean, he wants the whole thing. He's he's like, I got to get Flapjack. I got to get fucking Tombstone. I gotta get, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bitch. I got to get all that shit. You know, then two or three rain, Rainmakers, one false it's finish, so and he's back. It's so greedy. He even wants a Scooby Dooby Doo. So there you go. Scooby Dooby Doo. Right. Oh, man. I kind of miss that goofy stuff. But here we go. We got Bushi, Hiromu, and Shingo versus Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Taichi. And uh, <laughs> it's a fine match. It's lots of fun and all, but you know, Doki losing to a plain old pumping bomber is kind of kind of lame. <laughs> Everyone else is getting last of the dragons, and not poor Doki. Why are you gonna do Doki dirty like that? That's okay. Doki gets his in later on. Well, you know, and something pretty incredible happens for Doki later on. That's gonna be amazing. I can't wait to talk about. Um. <laughs> Kevin uh, Kelly and Chris. Well, is it just Kevin on this one? I can't remember if it's Kevin and Chris. Yeah, just Kevin on this one. But Kevin, he calls Doki a pipe-wielding lunatic and really sells Doki's entrance. So, like, Doki notices that. And, like, for the rest of this tour, Doki pays special attention to Kevin Kelly by, like, just beating the shit out of the guardrail in front of him with the pipe. (laughs) It's really funny. I love that. I love that. Just mm-hmm. it kind of built from here and throughout all the rest of the shows where Kevin Kelly's at. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, you know, this is a good match. We're going to see this kind of a few times, you know, uh, a lot of this stuff here and it's fine and it's very good. Everybody's good at the wrestling and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, eh, eh. yeah. All right, so let's do it. We got the Ass Masters. That's uh, Master Wato and Ryusuke Taguchi with Toriyama yeah. versus Takamichinoku, El Desperado, and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, this is my only note for some reason. I didn't write the finished out, I guess. But uh, 
I love the crowd clapping after Suzuki cuffed and beat up those young lions. <laughs> uh, the crowd knows what Suzuki is like. They want to see what Suzuki. They want to see Suzuki do Suzuki things. Suzuki does Suzuki things. Crowd claps. You know, Suzuki provides a service of entertainment, and uh, the crowd appreciates that. Well done. So this match. Um, it's frustrating because Wado and Desperado do like cool shit that looks better than anything that they did in their championship match during yeah. this match. And you're like, why? Um, and I learned that Recita Mente, which is the side pin of uh, Master Huato's uh, uh, move, it's it means uh, prescription, you know, but it means like prescription in the way that in ancient Rome. I prescribe a one, two, three. I, well, I prescribe, but you're dead. That's kind of what they're trying to say there. And uh, I like it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, this match is really good. Uh, Taguchi pins Taka Michinoku. And Suzuki of and Yano course. are both in the dog cage. <laughs> and Young Lions have to get Suzuki out. Suzuki handcuffs the Young Lions together back to back. They get carried out that way. Mm. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So my note for the next match is very short and i hope you don't mind for that because it barely gets warmed up and it's a disqualification because taiji ishimori comes out to fuck with tiger mask and then robbie eagles comes out and then boom it's now robbie eagles versus taiji ishimori oh okay did you want to add anything about tiger versus elp mr andy yeah i have a lot to say about this um you know really? elp's yeah, I mean, okay. Is that okay with you? That's what we do here, right? <laughs> yes, saying? I'll allow it. Um, well, uh, ELP's back, which is awesome, because fucking ALP rules, so having it back's great. And he's got those new boots, so he's new boot goofing. So just, you know, just throwing it out there. ELP tells Kevin um, that officials keep going through his stuff backstage to make sure his boots weren't loaded. And, like, <laughs> so Kevin says there's like a line of you New Japan refs go you know to go through ELP stuff. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know, and Chumpy really took a look at him closely. He saw that he was new boot goofing, but he wanted to see <laughs> up close. And uh, you know, Tiger goes after ELP's leg. He turns it around by acting like there's something in his eye. Uh, tope, but ELP. It's an insecurity and starts doing back rakes. ELP's doing everyone's moves as usual. ELP walks the ropes, and it's incredible. But Tiger Mask crotches him and hits the top rope arm drag. ELP does all this awesome springboard moves. It's incredible. Big false finish from that crazy splash to ELP. And you can hear Liger yelling, come on, Tiger. Come on, Tiger. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Liger's on commentary, drunk as fuck, just screaming shit. And ELP loads up, up like he's going to do the sudden death, but he doesn't. He goes for CR2, and this is the beginning of the kind of ELP has some, uh, you know, insecurities yeah. about his new boot goofing. So, um, <laughs> new boot goofing. I kind of like this story, by the way, with uh, ELP. There'll be yeah. times each each show where Ishimori's got, got one of the opponents and holding him going, all right, come on, kick him in the face. Come on, kick him in the face. But uh, <laughs> ELP won't do it. I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, I, uh, some reason, it makes me feel like they're turning El Fantasmo face somehow. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that more as we go along. Yeah, we'll see. 
or at least facier, maybe. I don't know. Uh, uh, I think everything with him's a fake out. So you know, it's yeah. all it's all it's all to win a match. That's what it's for. So this is all <laughs> for some elaborate thing that's going to help him win a uh, match at some point, and they're going to go, oh, it was all big joke. All right, but not just not for this match, a singles match against Tiger no. Mask, right? Okay. An important <laughs> match, yeah, an important match. So, and like you said, this bleeds into, you know, much like a tribe called Quest uh, song, it just bleeds into the next, and we get our next match. And I like this. They do this twice in a row, though, which is kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, okay, New Japan, come on. I, I, they fall in love with an idea for two shows at a time, and they usually yeah. do it uh, like twice in a row, and then it's like, ah, I won't do that again for two years. <laughs> all right so this is robbie eagles on his birthday as well so uh you know there is that it's it's a good match it's like fuck your arm versus fuck your leg the match mm-hmm. and uh in true new japan junior fashion leg always loses and robbie eagles submits itaiji ishimori i thought this was a uh, a pretty good match what do you think miss dandy yeah, I really like this. Um, let's see here. They do like all the spectacular moves and stuff, but I, I literally yeah. have this match. It's fuck your leg versus fuck your shoulder. Uh, boner lock versus the Pliny <laughs> the Elder spell. spell. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Eagles, you know, gets Tiger, you know, gets him in it. And Tiger Mask helps prevents ELP from interfering while Ishimori taps to the Pliny the Elder special. And uh, high drama at the end there. You know, but I really liked it. Uh, the other two junior teams out, and we get this uh, four-way match uh, made. What What's all this about, Luke? Yeah, Robbie Eagles uh, is getting title challenges. We, 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 him and Tiger Mask are getting title challenges from left and right. We've got Kanemaru and El Desperado coming out, and I'm like, oh, poor Doki. I was like, come on, man, we don't need the junior champ in this, but... Yes, it's those two. It's the Ask Masters as well. And, of course, the Bullet Club cuties as, as well out there, all wanting shots. But, you know, they all want one-on-one shots, of course, because uh, you, know, you don't want to be in a four-way match. That'll be just in- insane. But uh, Robbie Eagles, being the true face that he is, meaning, like most faces, they're stupid. Uh, no, offense, <laughs> Mr. E- no offense, Robbie Eagles, but come on, man. Taken on three three teams at once, or biting a little more than maybe you guys can chew. So <laughs> yes, he uh, he accepts all of their challenges at once and on the twentieth. So the last night is it the last night or second last night? Uh, that match yes. takes place. So we'll talk about that later. But yes, uh, the groundwork's laid for it right here. I love how uh, polite the Japanese crowd is. This is Osaka, and here's why. It's because all these teams are in the ring, all right? It's obvious that this is going to be a four-way match. I mean, only the dumbest person in the world could be like, <laughs> wow. And then they announce, the, you know, they say, Robbie's like, I got an idea. What if we do a four-way? And the crowd's like, oh. <laughs> that shit makes me laugh every time because the, the, they're, they're being very polite. <laughs> Look, I find that when I'm at a wrestling show, even though I probably like heels generally more than faces, I will boo the heels and cheer the faces. Yeah. I'll get into the, 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 the storytelling of it and stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. So that's it. There's a four way. And here we are, Mr. Andy. There it is. We have a never open title match. It is a lumberjack match. 
that is fairly bereft of lumberjacks because New Japan has a pretty light roster right now. This is not enough. This is not enough to be called a lumberjack match. This is like fucking the lumberjacks couldn't clear my fucking garden, let alone a forest. (laughs) It's it's like an indie lumber match match or lumber (laughs) jack match. It's great when it happens in an indie show. But you forgot the other stipulation of this match that it's also death. So it's lumberjack death Death match with DQs. There's no DQ. Oh, yeah. This match is just bananas insane. And we kind of get a variation of this very match over the, the coming nights as well. Yeah. So if you like this match, and I, <laughs> I like, I liked it. You're going to see it a lot. Look, it's Ishii versus Evil for the Never Open Gold. It's our belt. Yes. I'm so mm-hmm. still, I'm part of me is excited for this. The Lumberjacks consist of Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Yo, Dick Togo, Sho, and Yujiro. That's it. That's it. The end. <laughs> Uh, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen in this match, so forgive me, but just just out of order, I just want to mention two things straight up. Uh, I love how in a match that Yoshihashi isn't even a, like officially in, like it's not a tag match or a singles match. I like how Yoshihashi manages to hit the karma. <laughs> <laughs> he never hits it in a match, but here he is in the fucking love when he when it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> yeah and also he's love, that he's that he's that hitter on your baseball team that only hits home runs when you're up by 10 runs you know or he only hits a home run when you're down by 20 runs or something you know <laughs> if it's a close game you guys are fucked yeah mm-hmm. uh another thing i love is that throughout this match marty asami is copying a lot of abuse and to the point where marty fucking lays down a chumpening on evil <laughs> and it is absolutely awesome i marked out big time so uh i think a lot of people are probably more okay with this style of match for the never open gold between house of torture and the chaos guys because i don't know i guess everyone knows the cheating is upfront and allowed and it's going to happen from both sides and all that kind of stuff so i liked this match it gets even gooder after all the house of torture and chaos stuff kind of falls by the wayside like house of torture use every every conceivable trick in the book to fuck off fuck over ishii and chaos and uh, then there's that point where marty gets sick of being grabbed and smacks out evil (laughs) now yes this last portion of the match where uh, the lumberjacks are all down i guess they're taking a break (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. is fucking never as fucking awesome it is it is suplexes galore massive fucking headbutts from both sides crushing lariats awesome reversal exchanges because hey ishii and switchblade are masters at reversal exchanges and stuff uh evil's really good at these too uh, it's usually how he catches people in the everything is evil which is what he does mm-hmm. and evil retains and i I'm hoping that there are a lot of viewers who maybe didn't know old evil and didn't see a lot of this, saw the end of this match and was like, oh, holy shit. Uh, (laughs) Because uh, evil just fucking crushed it right in the end there. So, you know, he's still there, folks. He's still there. And he brings it out when he needs to. Okay. Uh, Right now, his job is to piss you all off and it's working. (laughs) What did you think of this match, Sandy? I have a lot to say, Luke. Um, Yes. 
so uh evil has new boots i don't know if you know so he's new boot goofing in this match this is great and and we get a lot of chumpy a lot of chumpy talk in this match referee marty sami is who we affectionately uh refer to as ref chumpy he starts counting to dq evil during an eye rake during a lumberjack death match (laughs) so i'm just like fuck you chumpy at that point and he just chumped himself yeah, I'm kind of mad at him at this point. And so, like, I'm hoping bad stuff happens. And, you know, and we'll see what happens. But like you said, so uh, this stipulation, like, heavily, heavily favors, favors the heels, as it should, which is good. Um, there's all kinds of shenanigans, like you talked about. I'm not sure what the rules are, really. And neither is Chumpy. Like, he doesn't know what the rules are. He's just kind of making them up. There's a rope break in the match. And you're like, why? Um there is a uh, really cool spot where Ishii just runs in and just get, runs wild and kills everyone over and over again. It's really great. It's like one of the best like hot tag type moments that you can do. Yeah. It's great. He continues to do that in other matches throughout. There's all kinds of fun stuff, including this thing you were talking about, Chumpy with the open hand slap to evil. And so what happens is they're teasing ref bumps. And I like to call this section weekend at chumpy's because (laughs) it's that ishii has a hold of of chumpy and basically he's you know like he's puppeting him walking him around the ring to duck a clothesline and then you know and duck this and then move out of the way of that and stuff so it's weekend at chumpy's and then that leads to the open hand slap which is great um you know we get to you know show send chumpy flying to the outside everybody in the pool Ishii uses the title on on evil and chumpy's back up and the crowd's ready evil comes back and they do all the never shit it's really good is it's certainly never as fuck but what's what's i mean like here's what you're thinking you're watching this match and you're like oh my god so evil after all this after all these shenanigans he bests Ishii and what Ishii does best, which is just being never a spot. Yep. And then, uh, so that's it, right? This feud, this feud's over. Like, like Evil won the feud. Yeah. Um, strap in, folks. We're gonna get a lot of these. By the way, this is about as much of a DQ match as it was. Like, what's that fucking WWE pay per view? Extreme Rules, and none of the matches have extreme rules. <laughs> Not so extreme. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, this match, this is a great time. It's really fun. And the ending is really cool. And, yeah, the ending is kind of never as fuck. And I, yeah. if they're going with an evil win, I'm glad he won this way. He showed me something. And now I'm not so mad that he's holding on to that belt for a <laughs> while. So uh, there is that. That is very nice. And, look. Mr. Andy, we're going to have to do this next match justice, so I'm going to let you talk first, of course. But oh. it, it is a match that did surprise me. It is, oh, didn't surprise me with how good it was, but the finish did surprise me as well. Uh, but here we go. It's Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada, so-called dream team, even though they usually lose everyone. Uh, remember when they dream teamed against, like, Jay White and they, like, lost every tag match? Yeah, that's... um. The dream team, everyone, versus Sonata and Tetsuya Naito. What do you think of this match, Miss Andy? Well, it's LIJ heavy. So, oh my God, we just talked about evil. And yeah. that's like, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> I, this is kind of the same great stuff that we've been seeing, you know, like from these two teams kind of working together and, and multi man tags. There's more of it. 
it's a tremendous tag match. Everyone is in main event like mode, so you get all the big moves. Okada drop kicks Naito off the top, you know, to the outside, and he goes flying on the floor. Top rope, uh, Hurricane Rana, Frankensteiner from Naito. Sonata tries the Paradox lock on Okada, but nope. He does get it again on Tanahashi, though, and then he points at his ear. Um, Tanahashi <laughs> and Sonata, they do a bunch of quick mirror spots, and Okada moves the barricade and holds LIJ up for a high fly flow to the floor in a tag match. Yeah. Yep. All kinds of Canadian dragon screws on Sonata, soften him up for the Texas Cloverleaf, which he gets on while Okada does the money clip to Naito. Oh my God, LIJ's going to lose. But Tanahashi blocks the Okada roll and gets Skull in. Um, that doesn't make sense. Oh, wait, no, he does. He gets his own skull in, and it goes on and on and on and on. Destino on Okada, and then Valencia, and then Destino on Tanahashi, and Naito pins Tanahashi. Pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool, because I had myself strapped in for a draw. That's what I expected it ah. to be, so I was kind of like, yep, I'm going to expect this to, to be a, a, a time limit draw. That'd be, that'd be cool. Uh, I thought this finish was a lot better, actually. And, yeah, the high fly flow to the outside, is that what he did? Like the ace yeah. high? Yeah, yeah, that's like awesome. one of the coolest moves there is in wrestling, man, bar none. And it's not the only one we're going to get in these six days. So, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, we're going to get a straight jacket German suplex, which is just beautiful as well. So we're, can, we'll get, can we get we'll – I there. love Tanahashi, but we've been saying it since we started this podcast. Can he get – like a little time off? Can he get like a month off? You know, like I mean, just give the guy a month off. He look what he's doing to himself. And he, 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 and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kent almost killed each other at Wrestle Kingdom, and he's still going. You know how they stop him from having a month off? They p- keep putting some gold on him. Yeah. All right. Now you're the never champ for for this period. Oh, you've lost that. Okay. Now you're the United States champion. Oh, you've just lost that. Uh, you you're winning the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, not not my prediction, but we'll see. We'll talk about. Not that. my prediction either. Who do you who who you got for it? Well, we'll talk about well, later. Yeah, By we'll the way, it. after we record this episode, uh, the media release thing for the New Japan Cup will come out. Forty eight people, apparently. So uh, let me just click news. It has not come yeah. up yet. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll do a, a little supplemental episode next week, early next week, to kind of talk All about right. that. Cool. Other than that, let us let us go to Corican Hall because we were there up in the rafters. The Phantoms off Corican Hall for the next night of NJ Golden Series. Was this the first VOD or is it the one after this one? Um, no, it's the one it's after the this one. It's the one after that. Yeah, this yeah, is. Uh... We got two live shows, two VODs, two live shows. Oh my God! And I, hadn't, and I just had to. We both just kind of had to find time from whenever whenever we could. Luke, this show was free on New Japan World, and it marks the return of Chris Charlton uh, and Kevin Kelly together again on Commentary Live. Nice. Hope that carries over for the next few shows. I'll wait. Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. So we got Kozo Vegeta versus the Great Okan, and the Great Okan just wails on Vegeta. And... uh, (laughs) I'm like, Great Okan, what are you doing, man? Vegeta's trying to learn the basics, and you're going to overwhelm his ass with all this really cool shit that you're doing to him. <laughs> really shows how far Great Okan has come. It's like he's not just – like he's also willing to 
try out new shit against young lions and, and keep them on their toes and shit too. So yeah, uh, it's a really cool stuff. Uh, it's a knee bar and greater calm wins. I thought it was the bouncy brab, but I think it's a knee bar on this one. Yes, knee bar uh, on this one. That's correct. He, O'Connor almost wins with a headlock at one point. <laughs> he, almost, he almost wins. That's pretty great. We also learned during this match, uh, or maybe shortly after, that Jeff Cobb will be back for the New Japan Cup, as will uh, probably many other people, which we'll discuss later. Uh, so it's been interesting with him because he's supposedly injured. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not what's going on with him but uh he will be back for new japan cup which is awesome um and uh let's see here oh also this is when the two gentlemen um you know chris and uh, kevin start talking about soup flavored soda Um, (laughs) and they continue to talk about like meat and soup flavored soda for the rest of the show so (laughs) whenever they they uh need to fill in some airtime. It's like, so how about that uh, meat soda? Yeah, it was it was a lot of meat soda talk. Luke, are you a soda drinker? And if so, what's your favorite soda? Um, I'm kind of boring. I like Pepsi Max and especially like bourbon in it. So maybe to make a smack. That'd be lovely. Okay. Mm. Yum yum. Well so yeah. Thank you for thank you for asking. Uh, hey, I was know. about to ask what yours was. Get out of here. What's your favorite soda? I really want to know what your favorite soda is. Please inform us. <laughs> so what your favorite soda is. I'm sorry, go. It's Coca-Cola. So. Oh, fuck you. I'm a Pepsi guy. Okay. Pepsi's flat. You're flat. I wish I was flatter. I'm a flathead. He's, I'm crushing <laughs> your head. <laughs> all right let's, let's do this bullet club cuties that's ishimori and fal fantasmo with jado versus mr bridge satoshi kojima and the flying tigers tiger mask and robbie eagles it's a fun little match it's nice preview stuff and uh yeah as i've already mentioned i like this uh el fantasmo having to find himself story again even if it does end up being some kind of major fake out uh i'm i'm, in, I'm enjoying the ride so far but uh, if, if you had predicted a baguette of death on Jado, uh, you, you would have been correct because that's exactly what we get. And uh, Jado dies, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Not much really to say here. You, you kind of covered it all, except I do want to mention that the Bullet Club entrance, for some reason, on this night is particularly awesome. It's just great. And uh, they have a blue tiger mask that they stole from Tiger Mask. So <laughs> just want to keep that in mind. It is blue. So it's a, it is uh, a it's a it's a it's a sapphire sheriff's mask. That's it's what a it sapphire is. sheriff's mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god, Tiger Mask was in World Tag League. Everyone. All right. So next we got <laughs> Sonata. I don't know why it's funny. Uh, Sonata Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi versus uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tamawaki Homa, and Ryohai Iwa. Uh, you know this is a house show when Homa gets to Kakeshi, everyone. <laughs> it's a fun little match as well. Uh, I like seeing uh, yeah, Ryohai Iwa getting some uh, really cool offense against Hiromu. But, of course, Hiromu's going to chump him out and uh, brab the shit out of him, which is what he does. <laughs> yeah. I like when Bushi wrestles Young Lions. 
he hates them. He doesn't like yeah, them. Does. And so he always just beats the shit out of them. And then we love Hiromu. He's like happy-go-lucky, right? And then he tags in and just starts fucking with the the um, <laughs> uh, young lion too. But he's also fucking with the ref. So, uh, Luke, <laughs> you know, we, we don't think about this much, but I have a fun story here about uh, fucking with refs. So, like, when, you know, when you have a false finish in a match or you pin some guy, the fucking ref has to get down and count every time, right? So it, when in this match, Roma just keeps spamming the pin over and over again, which makes the ref have to stand up, get up, get up, get down, get up, get down, get down, get over and over again, right? Um, <laughs> so I have a buddy who works at OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, and he was talking about Earl Hebner came in recently. So, uh, you know, Earl Hebner, obviously, you know, old guy that's been around you know wrestling forever has been in some of the coolest storylines of all time is notorious for various reasons but apparently he's fucking awesome and like hanging out with him backstage is the shit but they had like a meeting about the main event he was going to ref the main event and during the meeting he told he told the boys he said listen he's like you guys get one fucking false finish i'm not doing this get down get up thing over and over again (laughs) which is fantastic so that was awesome um that's that was my notes on this match Uh, (laughs) it's around here that i uh suddenly realized that tanahashi and sonata as well as naito and nakata are kind of having a juniors level fuck your legs feuds yeah Uh, so uh you know, if it, if it works for the juniors, it can it can work for the seniors too. Oh, no, it's it's all heavies. about the it's all about the six or the dragon screws. Uh, Tanahashi hits like six of them in a row on Sonata in this match, and like so, they're feuds so much about the dragon screw that like during their match that was this morning or last night or whenever it was, I was just kind of waiting for it to devolve into them just dragon screwing themselves over and over again, which it does, you know. Yeah. All right, I think we're stalling a little bit because the next match is uh, Sho and <sighs> Yijiro versus Yo and Yoshihashi. And this match is both, like, fine and my worst nightmare. Yoshihashi and Yijiro and a feud I'm bored of. And uh, there's a DQ ending the match when uh, Togo <laughs> and Evil come out. And then we go straight into the next match, which is something they fucking did the previous night, as you said. Because we go straight into Ishii and Goto versus the evil dick. dick. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Evil dicks are back. Evil dicks are back. And yeah, they they, they, yeah, they, they, like, they totally pulled this the other night with Eagles and Ishimori. But yeah, uh, the new timekeeper gets like the evil treatment, which is uh, awesome. So he gets baptized and knocked the fuck over. It's uh, Is it a new timekeeper? Does he do ring announcing as well? Or is it two different people? Don't ask me. I professional is my job. <laughs> sometimes it's the same. Sometimes it's the same guy, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's that Abe guy that does the timekeeping or whatever he does there. He holds on to the title and he's got the bell. Sometimes the ring announcer has it, and he's like straight across from. Um, you can see him straight across from the uh, heart cam because Abe's yeah. on the heart, like on the other side of heart cam. So I don't know. It's weird. Yes, it is. But, uh, you know, it's fun stuff, but, you know, we've, we've seen it. Uh, Ishii and Goto fuck up a dick, and Goto submits him, which uh, is an ending that makes uh, Mr. Andy really, 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 really happy. Yeah. So, yeah. 
so um this stuff isn't bad it's just like i don't want it so like it's kind of like I start wrestling I, other people please <laughs> yeah it's, it's so old and uh but there's there's this really funny the ending is so funny because goto puts this like hilarious hold on dick togo where he just like he rolls twice and then he looks around like what was i doing and he's like huh I'll just grab his arm and just starts kind of like yanking his arm and it's like makeshift kind of like arm bar. And it's like something went fucky with the finish. <laughs> and he just kind of forgot what was going on or something. So the ending was really funny. Um, you've been seeing a lot more of that stuff in New Japan lately. And I don't know if it's me paying attention to it closer or if it's people just fucking up, but we've been seeing a lot more of that kind of like just people screwing up in the middle of a <laughs> So I hate to see that because it's like that's not that's like New Japan's known for like that kind of not happening very often. So, but whatever. They're all in when super house show mode. Yeah, I know. And when it's Dookie, it's okay though. I mean, like Dookie's supposed to botch, so he's allowed. But like you know, I don't know. But Goto botching <laughs> at least it's him because it's funny. Fuck Goto. <laughs> and the next match makes me really happy, Mr. Andy. It's uh, Shingo Takagi and Tetsuya Naito versus. Uh, Kazuchika and Togi Makabe, because why, Miss Andy? Well, Makabe is losing, <laughs> but yeah, and he does to Last of the Dragon, but only after Makabe gets all of his shit in, all of yeah, it. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a good match. It features awesome previous stuff with Okada and Naito, and it features some good Shingo Okada stuff as well. It's as good as you expect all these to be, plus. Makabe loses. What more do you want? It's good. Listen, earlier in this night, we were talking about how maybe it was the night before Ref Chumpy was just getting his shit in, fucking striking wrestlers, imposing his will on matches, <laughs> and just being a fucking badass. Um, well, in this match, he does the like the thing you're not supposed to do as a ref, but it's so funny. So <laughs> like Naito just like ref chumpy's trying to pull Naito off okada and Naito just throws him and you're you know as a ref you're supposed to bump like a normal person you're not supposed to bump you're just supposed to like fall down you know and uh and it always looks terrible well ref chumpy does a forward roll that's like it's like a hundred miles an hour and then he just like goes flat and slides out of the ring like a pimp it's like what it was amazing he you know uh so that was great also it was so funny also um at the beginning of this match uh you know kevin kelly had said at one of these nights that he is studying finally trying to learn japanese which i would just some advice to people out there if you say i'm you announce to the world that you're doing something don't do that until you've already learned some of it, you know, <laughs> or maybe you're starting to have some success. So anyway, he says he's going to learn Japanese now. And so Naito had heard that. So Naito walks over to him. And this is like one of those amazing things that can only happen in like Japanese wrestling is a Japanese man walks over to an American man and asks him in Spanish if he's learning Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That makes me so happy. Um, I don't know. I really like this match. And this is kind of not the beginning, but part of our Naito kills Okada's leg story. Um, Naito's really getting the heat on Okada. 
it's really looking like Okada's going to lose. You know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, did you even think he was losing? I think I thought there might have been a chance, but I, I didn't really. No. No, but, we talked about this. I mean, this is like yeah. the first of many prestigious uh wins that okada's gonna get this year to make that title something because that's how he made the other title something you know or made it more than what it was at the time so you know i think there's there's definitely going to be one person out of 48 that's jobbing to okada uh very soon (laughs) Uh, all right so we've got the ass masters and nagata and yano versus suzuki goon this is one of those uh tag team elimination style matches you can get eliminated by pin submission dq and being thrown over the top rope and it's one of those kinds of matches this is uh, there's a funny part for me where they're at tai chi known for kicking the shit out of people well it's taguchi in the ring so what do you do you kick his ass repeatedly <laughs> which is fucking hilarious uh, suzuki goon does what suzuki goon always does with wato in the ring and that's torture him and I'm starting to enjoy it now. So, uh, awesome. Good. <laughs> and this is where I, I, I start feeling like I usually feel bad seeing Yano getting beat up. But I'm not when Suzuki does it. So, it's funny. You know, I, and I'm also starting to think, you know what? I think Yano deserves this. He, he yes, picks- he, he asked for it. He literally asked for it. You walk up to Suzuki and slap him in the head. If you get who's beat the, up, when you're the fucking face in this feud, yeah. it's not Yano. So, you know, Suzuki lost the vote, by the way. So he cuffs himself to Yano. Uh, Suzuki wails on Yano and they both get eliminated. Yano escapes and runs away and calls Suzuki an idiot. And so Suzuki chases him. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm really not happy with the finish of this singles match, by the way. I, it should have been the king that won. But anyway. Taguchi eliminates Taichi with an ankle lock on the apron, which was fun. Yeah. Wato eliminates El Desperado. Kanemaru does that thing he did with uh, Bushi, where he takes a move, then rolls up for the win, and that's what he does. He takes a move from Wato and then rolls him up for the win. Boom. So uh, that, that's a that's a thing Kanemaru's been trying to trying to work. He does it with uh, Ishimori in another match coming up too. So yeah. Uh, it was fun. That was a good match. Uh, the very house showy style, but I like these elimination matches because they're fun and anyone could win these because the eliminations usually don't really mean as much as a pin or a submission do. They're chomping yeah. Wato out, Mr. W- Mr. Andy. Do you think they got plans for him? Yeah, I I, I don't know why they're chomping <laughs> Wato out. I mean, he, they probably have, yeah, nothing planned for him and he's probably just going to right off in the sunset and never wrestle again after all this. But, uh, you know, um, I liked uh, the, we had Taichi and Nagata do like a kick fight. Like that was pretty fun yeah, yeah. where they just start kicking each other. It's not, I mean, it wasn't like never as fuck. They were working pretty light, but it was still cool. Um, and, uh, you know, after the double DQ, when um, Suzuki and Yano are eliminated, they like everyone in the ring has to like get in there and pull Suzuki off of Yano so the match can continue. That's <laughs> <laughs> just funny. I, I thought it was fun. You know, like you said, the little roll up uh, Kanemaru wins, but Wado whines like a little bitch to Red Shoes after the match. <laughs> it wasn't fair. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You were in a match against Suzuki Goon, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that man. That's burying yourself. When you whine to the ref, you bury yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, you lost, dude. And we had to listen to Katamaro's really shit music. So thanks a lot, Wato. Vod. All right, so the next two New Japan Golden Series shows on the 16th and the 17th are video on demand shows and only in Japanese commentary. And the commentary is there and everything. And I'm just thinking to myself, where the fuck are Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton? And then I cracked the code, Mr. Andy. They've got fucking food poisoning from all that meat soup soda shit that they drank the other night. <laughs> but they couldn't fucking do commentary for these really. Really, really how showy VOD shows. So I don't know why they weren't there. There's probably a reason for it. I didn't look it up. Professionalism is my job. This is, it is what it is. But we are in, of course, where, where, where else would you be for, you know, quick little house shows in New Japan Pro Wrestling other than Corican Hall? So, of course, we're in the rafters looking down at the first match. Kosai Fujita versus the Great Okan. And, uh. Vegeta proves he has a death wish by drop kicking Great Okan as soon as he gets in the ring. And then Great Okan proceeds to kick his ass for the rest of the match. A bouncing brab for the finish. Doesn't just put the brab on. He puts a bit of extra stank on, just bouncing up and down on that brab. And it, that was awesome. I really like that. What do you think, Miss Sandy? Our next match was Tiger Mask, Tiger Guys, and <laughs> other, and Yano versus Suzuki Gun. <laughs> Tiger Mask starts choking. He starts choking Taichi and get in the heat yep. section. And Taichi and the Young Lion wrestle for a bit, and it's good. Young Lion uh, bumps uh, uh, on his head for Taichi uh, for a choke throw. That's pretty cool. Brav on Taichi, but the, then Brav on Young Lion. Taichi's pissed and just leaves. He wins. <laughs> Don't the juniors beat each other up afterwards or something? I saw someone beat each other. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, the Flying Tigers and Kanemaru El Desperado beat each other up afterwards. Yes. And then we've got the Ass Masters versus the Bullet Club Cuties. And uh, this is a really strange match because all the other tag teams in this four-way are in six-mans, but these two are in a tag team match. Okay, whatever. Uh, Wato and El Fantasmo wail on each other and uh, to start off. Wato and El Fantasmo wail on each other to start off, and I quite like that. I wish I could... I've said how much I loved it in the reading of that, but I was getting too tongue-tied. I'm sorry, everyone. But it was awesome. <laughs> There's, like, kicks to the face and uh, the punches flying. It's really cool. Ishimori catches Wato in a rana and then fucks him up in the ropes right first, which is really cool. And uh, I thought this was a really good fast-paced match with a surprise finish. So, I don't know. I expected maybe a DQ. But uh, it was either a DQ or Wato eating it. But, no, there's a boner lock, and Ish- Ishimori taps out Ryusuke Taguchi. Which, uh, for me, kind of telegraphs, telegraphs where I think maybe the four-way title match was going to go. Did it telegraph it for you a little bit, Mr. Andy? Well, it telegraphed that Yuji Nagata and Yano versus Zuki and Duki was the next match. That's what it telegraphed. <laughs> My and, first uh, there is great. Duki's jobbing again. <laughs> well, 
Nagata beats up Duki, and I don't like it. It makes me upset. And Suzuki <laughs> and Nagata, they uh, get a good uh, while together doing never stuff, which is good. Yano keeps slapping Suzuki in the head, and uh, that's really dumb, so he gets murdered for it. Yano gets handcuffed to the ropes, but he gets free. Double low blow and pinning Saito suplex on Duki for the win. Suzuki is now handcuffed to the barricade. Suzuki fucks his wrist up trying to take the barricade apart to get free. It looks really ouchy, and it's pretty cool. Look, I just write some notes that aren't anything to do with the match. It was just me fantasy book dreaming about what would happen if Suzuki Is that would what win. It's called it's called fantasy book dreaming. I like that. <laughs> I imagine you yeah. sitting on a daybed with your like hands under your under your chin with a like a little pink diary and you're writing your fantasy book dreams. <laughs> <laughs> about about Duncan McLeod in in New Japan. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so awesome! <laughs> All right, so don't just imagine many many of the creative ways the king could come up with to hurt you because you've got to vote for all these matches, right? Uh, you, I've got like just some of the ideas I have, Mister Andy. Uh, use young lions as weapons match, uh, strikes only, submissions only, hell, strap matches. Come on, you know. These are the kind of things I was kind of hoping for because we've seen two years of Yano doing his Yano stuff, and I like seeing Yano do Yano stuff, but maybe for the King of Pro Wrestling Trophy, maybe we could go maybe for the next six months, maybe in a different direction and do something different. <sighs> I feel like they hit the reset button on the on the King of Pro Wrestling Trophy, Mr. Andy, and uh, it annoys me. Anyway, the next match uh, was Yo and the Chaos Boys versus House of Torture. At least that's what I think it is. There's a weird edit here, right? It goes from Milano and the other commentators chatting. Sorry, I don't know the other commentators' names yet, uh, unless Liger's there, and I don't think he's there for this show. Why would he be? Uh, professionalism is my job, everyone. Sorry, I don't know all the commentators and everyone's names. Sorry. Anyway, no one's yelling at you about that, by the way. You're it, yelling it at cuts, yourself. Shut up. It cuts to that part way, right? And yeah. it, it cuts from that to partway through a chaos versus house of torture match. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is great for Mr. Andy. And, and I like just, you know, it, it cuts back and then the match is over. It goes straight to the kind of finish Shoto on Togo and that's it. And I was like, what's going on? It's like when you, it, it felt to me like when you tried to cut out the ads back in the VHS days and you forgot to unpause it oh. and then, like you've missed half that scene, so you you, you press um, you you press play anyway, record it. But the damage has been done. You'll forever like not have that five minutes of footage or whatever. But yeah, <clears throat> this was weird. I wasn't sober, so I was confused, and I didn't look it up what what the hell was going on. But it, it was just some weird preview ad thing that just completely caught me by surprise. It happens both nights. I'll just mention it here. But what was this, Mister Andy? I was confused. Well, I was even more confused because I decided to try to look it up while it was happening to me. I was trying to zip through the show, so I was skipping the entrances and shit, you know, and and all of a sudden, you know, I'm skipping, oh, it's time for the card thing and, and you know, cleaning and disinfecting. And I'm like, all of a sudden there's like a match going on. And so I look up the results, but I click on the VOD for the next day because that was the same day that I was watching this, which was extra confusing. So I... I'm looking at those results and they're not matching up with what I'm watching. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? So I kind of was like, I don't know. And just fast forward until I got to match 
and uh, kept going from there because I was uh, was confused. Yeah. So uh, that that is over. And then suddenly we've got GBH and Tanahashi versus Sonata, Bushi, and Hiromu. And my first note here is I don't mind if Sonata beats the GBH guys. Fuck them. Uh, (laughs) Bushi is especially a big douchebag by making Tanahashi run. But what an arsehole there. So uh, I'm glad when Tanahashi screwed, dragon screws him in the ropes. That's really cool. Hiromu mocking Makabe means he's the best ever. He gets Makabe in the corner and he climbs up onto the middle rope and does the thing and does the laugh too. Then he tries to to kind of lariat him in the middle of the ring. I know G- Makabe doesn't really sell it and he has to be, hey, how dare you do my shit? But I reckon that was some deep ribbing there on on Makabe by Hiromu, and I love you, Mr. Hiromu Takahashi. You're a treasure, and uh, I love seeing you troll Makabe. It was uh, one of the best things I saw on this VOD show. So, uh, yeah, I, I have to have have to pay tribute to that, Mr. Andy. And I'm actually super surprised Bushi didn't eat this, but sure as fuck wasn't Makabe, skull end on Honma. <laughs> So maybe this whole, like, you know, we've, we've had this this one of our favorite storylines or one, a storyline that exists is this whole Makabe versus the juniors division thing that we've been talking about for a long time. And yep. maybe he he didn't start the fight. You know, maybe they pick on him backstage, you know. And so uh, <laughs> and this is kind of a manifestation of that because it's pretty funny. Bushi's uh, getting beat up by Makabe, and whoever just starts yelling at him from the apron. And whatever he's saying is Makabe's like, what? What'd you say to me? He was probably like, hey, burgers suck. Burgers aren't good to eat. And Makabe's like, what did you fucking say about burgers? Let me stop beating up your friend to look at you. So uh, that was fun. loves L.I.J. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Grape never loved you. <laughs> that was great. And uh, that's the only thing I cared about here. So, And if he wanted to be really shocking and just c- confuse everyone in the ring and in the arena, he could have just yelled out, uh, Led Zeppelin sucks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So next we have uh, Mr. Bread, Satoshi Kojima, and Kazuchika Okada versus Naito and Shingo. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love seeing Mr. Bread and Shingo mix, mix it up. So this was really cool. And he also makes makes you think Kojima could actually pull this out on a house show. That's some mad respect there. I love you, Mr. Shingo. Thank you for doing that. Last of the Dragon, though. And uh, Shingo pins Kojima. And you got all your standard uh, Naito, Okada, preview stuff going after the knee and wailing on each other and shit like that, too. Yeah, the next match was like an elimination tag. House for real this time. Yeah, we think. Um I I just I'm watching this and I'm like, man, I wish that Ishii and Togo would have a singles match. Then they did that once. I think they did that once. I would like to see that again, you know, with no interference, just those two going. But uh, there's lots of like fake out, double fake out, reverse fake outs in this match, you know, like, oh, I'm going to throw you out. Nope. Then I, oh, no, you're throwing me out. No, we're throwing each other out. And then nobody gets thrown out or oh shit. They're out, both out, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, those are fun. Uh, show eliminates Yo, and then uh, Yo eliminates Show, or Yoshihashi eliminates Show, and then Yujiro eliminates Yoshihashi, leaving Goto all alone. But he eliminates Yujiro, and it's down to Goto and Evo, and Evo wins. 
and the VOD's over, and we don't need to talk about it hey, anymore. By the way, you just glossed over that. I thought you'd be putting it over because you know evil should always triumph over Goto. So there is that. That's true. And yeah. And even though you had to watch this VOD show, at least they gave you an ending that you could get behind, Mr. Andy. And so it wasn't a complete waste of time. They, the ending was like there for you, just for you, Mr. Andy. But let's do it. We're on the 17th yeah, right. now. I'm the only one that doesn't like that. That like, okay, so it's not for me. It's for people that don't like. Uh, <coughs> or wait, you're right. It was for me. You're right. I'm sorry. Especially you, since you're in the head of the anti-goto uh, fan club. All right. So we start off the next night, the 17th, with Great Okan versus Rio Iwa, and it's Iwa's turn for the bouncing brab and a and a butt whooping. So there is that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. The brab is a very popular move, Luke, uh, because next we have uh, Fujita, Tiger Mask, and Robbie Eagles versus Hanma, Wato, and Taguchi. And they <laughs> have themselves a match that ends in a brab as well. But, yeah. uh, you know, you like seeing Eagles and uh, Wato go on, you know, the flying tigers doing their flying tiger shit. And uh, this is uh, like, Tiger Mask, this, I don't think he has his brand new pants this night, but he's got some really cool pants. Love those pants, you know? Yeah. They have some amazing pants. And I like how you named all these wrestlers. You're like, it is Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask with Vegeta versus Wato, Ryusuke Tiguchi, and Hanma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like I'm reading them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So we next we've got El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Doki versus the Bullet Club Cuties and Jado. And I'm like, come on, Doki, you don't get to eat this, right? You get to Jado gets to eat this, right? Come on, come on. There's a funny finish though. There's the ref chick checking on El Fantasmo. <laughs> El Fantasmo wouldn't use the boot. And then uh, Ishimori. Just comes in, bloody cross on Dowki, gets out. ELP doesn't even know what's happened, but then just lays <laughs> lays down and uh, pins Doki anyway. So hmm, Doki eating another another pin, but it was funny at least. I know I enjoyed it. He's gonna get his, don't worry. Yeah, and then uh, after that, on this uh, fantastic VOD show that is one hundred one hundred percent effort, we have Yuchi Nagata tagging with his partner Toru Yano versus <laughs> the team of Taichi and Minoru Suzuki. They have a, a, a tag match and uh the dog cage is involved of course and you know Suzuki gun tags together to beat up on uh on Yano but Yano comes back with of course his his uh dragon screw leg whip which is the atomic drop and uh you know Yuji Nagata comes in, does some kicky kicks with uh, Tai Chi, which is good, but um, it all ends in uh, the Gato clutch from um, Tai Chi on uh, Yuji Nagata. Nagata. So that's yep. that's how that match ends. Look, there is one amazing thing that happened after this match, and we'll move on. It's uh, Suzuki throwing uh, Nagata, the Young Lions, the Ref, and the Timekeeper into the dog cage. <laughs> And then, and then the crowd applause afterwards was fucking awesome. They love it. They yeah, love it. They loved it. <laughs> then we get that weird chaos house of torture video package thing again. So uh, I just fucking skip past that shit. 
because then we just go straight into oh look it's chaos versus house of torture okay it's ishi and yo versus show and yujiro and house of torture jump chaos kanemaru style you know like as they do their entrances which is what kanemaru did in every single one of his best the super juniors matches <clears throat> lights go out during the match and then house of torture come out and they lay a beat down and there's a dq then it's chaos versus house of torture what uh now it's a whole big match and now i don't know what's going on and like uh i like i like uh the chaos guys grabbing togo's leg and passing it around and beating him up with war drums that was funny it's fast and fun stuff but a butterfly lock on dick togo for the finish is ew no look we can put it if you have to put over yoshihashi do it in other ways you know, have him hit karma in a match. <laughs> I mean, nah. would Dick Togo, would you rather lose to karma or the butterfly lock? You choose. <laughs> I would well, choose karma every time. I mean, yeah, but you got a bump when you take the karma. Butterfly lock uh, yeah. just got lay there, so that's probably <laughs> just gonna sit Butter- there. <laughs> butterfly lock is kind of comfortable, actually. So yeah, um, yeah, those were matches that happened. I'm uh, <laughs> wow. That's upsetting. But uh, the main event of this uh, all-time classic VOD show is the team <coughs> LIJ. It's Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, Shingo, Takagi, Sonata, and Naito versus the team of Okami, Tanahashi, Makame, Tenzan, and Kojima. So Tenzan's back tonight, and he's I guess this is the match he gets injured in. So they have themselves a match. And it comes down to Naito and Mr. Bread. And fucking Naito hits a Destino on Mr. Bread and pins him and wins the whole Dude, thing. Dude, none of the LIJ guys got eliminated. None of them. That's tremendous. Also, I love that um, Bread accidentally eliminated Makabe. And, he, <laughs> he was, and that meant Makabe was out early. So uh, Satoshi Kojima, Mr. Bread, I love you, man. Thank you very much for that. And also liked seeing uh, Hiromu and Kojima trade machine gun shops. That was that was pretty cool. So yeah, uh, and then you know poor Kojima gets his ass warped. Then he gets a bit of a chance to run wild a little bit, but then yeah, smash uh, Destino. It's over. So Mr. Andy, I know we've got a lot to talk about, and that we shouldn't be talking about other shows. But let me just talk about it just for a minute. Uh, watch Rampage, which featured Jay White. Oh yeah, yeah. Trent Beretta. I want to hear about that. And uh, this match was fucking awesome. Uh, Trent's been great for a while, underrated as he is on AEW, in my opinion. Uh, and Jay White, well, he does all these fucking awesome King Switch shit. He, he makes you frustrated at the start by taking a powder and just riling up the fans. And then he, then he's like, he just goes into full beast mode. We get so many really cool, beautiful suplexes, awesome mood lock by Jay. Yeah, there's a reverse into the Blade Runner for the win, and of course Jay White wins the match. It's awesome, it's hard hitting and stuff. Uh, there's there is a part where you know Trent's beating up Jay and Jay's uh, selling it up. Awesome, but yeah, after the match though, uh, Jay White then mocks Orange Cassidy with a bit of a stare down. So uh, it's not, you know, usually I, I, my brain immediately goes to like Orange versus Yano, but. I would take Jay White versus Orange Cassidy. That'd be interesting. That'd be very good. Yeah, that would be a, a good match. Well, I'm glad it, it was good. 
Now, Luke, I have a conspiracy theory for you. This is mm-hmm. my. It's, I got this out of my fantasy dream book. Mine's mine's, <laughs> blue. mine's not pink. It's blue. But um, right. I uh, anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> mine's pink for Bret Hart. <laughs> he's he's like awesome, man. Bret Hart's pretty good. Um, yeah. Let's oh. see here. I can't That's... remember what I was even gonna say now. So. But you, you wrote something in your dream book. And it's a conspiracy theory. Does it involve? Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you know how like Cody Rhodes just quit or whatever. He's like, ah, you take away my booking power, and I'm not gonna be your booker anymore or your wrestler. And I'm taking my wife with me. He also took his move with him, which is uh, the crossroads, and that's also, you know, the uh, that's also Jay White's finish. And so Jay White shows up. Starts hitting, you know, Blade Cody Rhodes' move, and Cody Rhodes is—he's so upset by Jay White's presence, he has to quit. And I mean, yeah. that's what the switchblade, you know, that's why he just got to breathe. Somebody should have told Cody, just breathe, dude. Just Gato's breathe, not dude. around. Gato's not around to get everybody give everybody advice, so they forget. Yeah, that's, that is true. But yeah, uh, you know, Jay wins though without any heel tactics at all and pins uh, Trent Brenner clean as fuck. So you Which don't is a have weird. any comments about my conspiracy theory? Uh, no, you kind of quit before then. So do you reckon they'd already recorded Rampage by that happening? Oh, yeah, maybe maybe then I'll uh, give... Yeah, all right. I can see some of your conspiracy theory. So Jay White, yeah. but he showed up and hit that move and like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, he did too. Yeah, that was the Cody beginning was, of the end. I think Brandy saw that. She was watching the show and she was like, Cody, come here. And he saw it, and he got scared and ran away. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's enough AEW talk. And let's uh, let because we got like I don't know how many more shows do we have left? Like fucking two. Two. Oh, oh yes. All right, all right. And these shows are really cool. I don't know which night you preferred, Mister Andy, but I'm just gonna go first and say I like night one more. And uh, but I really enjoyed night two. So. I will say that as well. But we start. Yeah, I don't know yet. So we'll, I'll make that determination <laughs> later or I'll forget. All right, fair enough. Uh, we start off with a match that makes me really happy. And it is Doki and Takamichinoku versus Kosai Fujita and Togi Makabe. I look at this match and I think to myself, fuck knows who loses this match. Because it could be, it could be anyone except for Makabe. You know, but... Uh, <laughs> oh my god we also see like Do- Doki fucking with Kevin again which is funny and also hear some of Makabe's original music and mixed with it like uh, you said earlier <laughs> so yes like I said anyone could lose this match except Makabe but we have a surprise finish and which put me in a good mood for the rest of the night open to some fucking cool wrestling because Doki Choki on Kosai Fujita <laughs> and that's the first Doki Choki win in New Japan Pro Wrestling that I've seen. Awesome stuff. This is Big Show Field Time. Let's do it. I was ready. What'd you think? <laughs> that was awesome. That was so great, man. Um I I have a question for you, but first let me make this point. Um Makabe's feud versus the juniors continues, obviously, because this is just him and a bunch mm-hmm. of juniors. And you know, he he's back there politicking him way his way into these matches. It didn't go the way he wanted though. You know, he wanted to win. He didn't get to Doki Choki. But uh, what do you think, Luke, of Kevin Kelly's Gino uh, Gambino impersonation? I thought it was pretty good. I liked him. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but I remember hearing it thinking it was pretty funny. He's like, Doki Choki Kevin! It's a Doki Choki Kevin! Kevin, you know the Dokies and the Chokies. That's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, his, his Aussie accent sounded quite uh, English in some ways. But, you know, I'll pay it. It was funny. He got the cadence down pretty well, so I, I'll, I'll give it to him. But, yeah, uh, you know, a match featuring two juniors on one side and Maccabe on the other, and Maccabe is in the losing team. What more do you want from the start of your fucking wrestling show, everyone? What, what more do you want? Okay, because next we get uh, Toriano. If you don't mind, we'll go to the next match. Yeah. All right. Toriano and Rio Hayua versus Minaro Suzuki and Taichi. And uh, <clears throat> this is some really fun stuff, Mr. Andy. But damn, Taichi punks out Iwa with that finish. <laughs> just fucking taps him out and then just shoves him to face first into the mat. And I'm just like ragdolls him. I'm like, fucking hell. That's, that's yeah. like, I reckon, do you reckon he did that because he was teaming with Suzuki and uh, to not do that to the young lion, Suzuki would have been like, what are you doing, man? That's what they're there for. You, you're supposed to like wail on them and make them hurt. That's but, like, uh, yeah. It's like hanging out with that friend, you know, you got a friend that drinks all the time and maybe you don't drink that much, but when you hang out with him, you kind of, you know, you like, ah, yeah. really kind of drink a little bit, you know what I mean? That's kind of what it's like hanging out with Suzuki. You're like, I don't usually beat up young lions, but like, yeah, when I'm hanging out with him, I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> then that's uh, Suzuki then cuffs Yano and the ref over the cage so they can't really move or get away or anything like that, which is pretty funny. Yeah. What do you think? I love this. This is great. Um, the referee finds a key on Yano uh, after Suzuki like rats him out at the beginning of the match. Like, like Suzuki's like, check him. What a dick. And that's really funny. And uh, Suzuki immediately finds a bunch of other keys on Yano. He has them like in his wrist tape and all this shit, which is a plot point in their match later. So uh, we also get a funny spot where Yano has um, Suzuki down in the entrance so Yano rolls the cage at Suzuki, who does the go behind rear naked choke spot by dodging the, the cage. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, and, you know, before Taichi kills the young lion, he puts him over. So I think, look, I think this feud between Yano and Suzuki has been great. They've been able to bounce off each other well and come up with fun, interesting shit to do in almost all of their house show matches too, both involving both the gimmicks, even though the dog cage won. All right. I was going to bring it up after the, the title match. I'll bring it up here just quickly. Do you want to see – I know we're sick of some feuds continuing, but do you want to see this one continue and have Suzuki finally triumph over the gray, that dastardly heel Toriyanu? Um, well, we all know Chaos is heel, so, you know, yeah. I mean, they are, they're heels, so I, I don't really <laughs> want to see this continue, because unfortunately what would happen is that they would, they would end up going back to the same things, so, you know, we, we've already seen them feud twice now, and we've already seen Suzuki kind of do everything there is to do with handcuffs, so, all right. like, so do you have Suzuki beat him in the first round of the New Japan Cup, or the second round or something? No, I think that they need to see other people at this point. Spread the love. There's other there's other people that Yano could fight, you know. All right. I can't argue with that. So I won't. And instead, we will go 
to the hot match, the fresh matchup of Yo and Ishii versus Sho and Dick Togo. Now, this is this match is really weird to me, Mr. Andy, and it's not anything about the in-ring. <clears throat> Don't know if you caught this, but Kevin Kelly introduces this concept of the House of Torture maybe having a higher power. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about, higher power? There's someone above evil? What? 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 It just it it just seemed like I'm watching the match. And then Kevin's like, you know what I wonder? I wonder if this is all some grand design or some plan by someone above them, some kind of higher power or something. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. What, what is this higher power story, Mr. Andy? Do you, like, I think evil is very well suited to being the leader of that Cheaty Hill House of Torture faction. He's also been a world champion. So he's got that fucking leader, badass kind of, you know, he's, he's the guy in charge. So who would you put on top of him? That would just make him look like the number two dude now. I don't like that, Mr. Andy. There's um, only there's only one guy that it's Vince McMahon. Could, no, there's only one guy that you could uh, you know put in that spot that would make any sense and be satisfying, and that would be Milano Collection AT. That's the only oh. guy. You know what I mean? Nobody else. There's and he's uh, like their manager or something. Right? Yeah, oh my that God. would be. Yeah, that would be good, but nobody else. I can't imagine anybody else. Yeah, that's that was fucking. That's a fucking good idea. I'm gonna put that in my. Uh... You you what is it? Whoops, fantasy, fantasy dream book. Fantasy dream book. <laughs> oh fuck you! That's so funny. Oh, I love the <laughs> look. I, I love the Ishii show stuff. Uh, I'd love to see a singles match between them. Why not? Uh, but uh, maybe we will get that in the New Japan Cup because I said to you. Man, maybe they'll get Noah guys, and you responded to me like, "Are you kidding? It's going to be the junior division and the dads." And then and I'm Chase thinking, Owens. and Chase Owens. But then I thought to myself, Mr. Andy, but that doesn't equal 48 people, would it? Mm. Listen, okay, you want to talk about this now? <laughs> yeah, let's speculate it. On it now okay. Before the news comes out. Well, it was announced that the New Japan Cup's going to be 48. Content, contenders, whatever you call it, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, that means we're going to get all these extra people." And and yeah, but it also means that you're getting Jado, you know. So I mean, like, it's going to be a lot more of, "Oh, it's Jado," or "Oh, it's Chase Owens," or "Oh, it's Fale," or "It's Hanare." It's not going to be, you know, "Oh my God, it's it's a, uh, <laughs> it's the, the hey, the, it's don't Keno, lump Hanare you know? in with them." I'm just saying that's 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 who we're looking at. We're not, you know, we're gonna get the young lions in this. We're that's what we're getting. So maybe a young lion will come back. That'd be cool. But I mean, you know, it's got to be Shota Umina or Renarita. They're the only two that seem to be on yeah. that uh, level. But we'll see. Anyway, this match is fine. I like the Ishii show stuff a lot. And Yo taps out Dick Togo. Okay, I make some points about. Uh, New Japan Cup, and it's, oh, anyway. Right. Anyway, I just wanted to get that match out of the way, so but we could be like, <laughs> look, I, I like my initial instinct theory of being like, wow, they could do something cool like this and have 
all of the, well, not all of the, some of the major Noah guys in on this. And you came back with the, like, much more down-to-earth, realistic theory of, uh, no, it's pretty much all hands on deck. So Tongaloa in the New Japan yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, like, shit on everybody and, like, not have fun. But I'm just saying, this is, like, the fourth time during this whole pandemic that maybe fifth time that we've been like, Oh, something cool. Oh, here it comes something cool. And it, it won't, it doesn't happen. It's like all hands on deck pretty much. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, look, now that we've got a, a little bit of that speculation out of the way, and now that we've finished talking about some of these fun opening tag matches, you want to talk about a match that was like a surprisingly great time. Maybe not surprising to you, but I had a great time with this match. It's Great Khan versus Tomoaki Honma. And my first note here is Great Khan goes into that list of guys who can make Honma look fucking awesome. So there is that, you know, like uh, Minara Suzuki looked, made him look awesome in that match he had with him a while back as well. Dude, I love this match. Great Khan knows how to work Homer's pace, knows how to kind of stick with him, and he sells for him, makes him look like a badass, and makes makes me think maybe maybe he has maybe he has a one percent chance of of winning Homer here rather than a hundred percent chance of losing. <laughs> Man, there's fucking some gnarly headbutts and strikes here, some really fun reversals, but is an catches him in a catches Honma in an eliminator and wins. I thought this was fucking awesome fun. And I loved it, Mr. Andy. It was like a really good time. I, I don't know what to expect with Honma matches all the time, whether I'm going to get a guy who's going to make him look like a chump or someone who's going to have a good time with him. This was the latter. I'm, it's all the better for it. Yeah, this is a match that's like, good even when they're not bumping and stuff there yeah. like there's a, a spot where like hanma is got his arms outstretched like you know like when a bat or when a guy's like driving a knife and towards another guy's face in a movie he's holding it back but it's the claw you know and they do a really fun long like kind of spot with that that's cool and has zero bumps in it then they start chopping the shit out of each other and that's awesome gets a little never um the crowd really got behind hanma and that's how you know that like Okan's doing his job here because the crowd's yeah. just like, oh, it just went bonkers for Hanma when he, he hits a Kokeshi and then they're fighting to the top rope. And then something gross happens. I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Hanma is trying to hit an apron bomb, which I don't know why he's doing that, but he's trying that. And while he's <laughs> yeah, doing he that, he must really be hungry for it because he just starts drooling and just a gob of spit just goes right onto Okan's back. And that probably didn't feel very nice. And then uh, that was funny. And he tries that apron bomb, but it doesn't work. And there's a jumping Kokeshi and second row Kokeshi for false finish. And then, like you said, even Hanma gets a cool finish here because he goes for a jumping Kokeshi and Hanma, like some, or, you know, somehow uh, Okan catches him, you know, with the claw and, and hits the eliminator. And that was, that's a cool finish, you know? So yeah, this was awesome. I love this match. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's not even the last, like, great, great Okan match we can talk about in this batch of shows because there's one more. Oh, holy shit. 
I fucking love that match too. But let's go into the next one. We've got uh, Kazuchi Okada, Satoshi Kojima, and Yuji Nagata versus Takagi Shingo. No, Shingo Takagi. Fuck. I, whatever. It's Shingo, Naito, and Hiromu. And look, this match is as much as as much fun as this match is, Mr. Andy. It makes me really want a Kojima versus Hiromu match. Maybe put them in the first round of the New Japan Cup. Hmm? Yeah. That'd be a cool first match. Uh, I reckon they've got some fun chemistry together. Uh, I think they've got more fun chemistry together than uh, Hiromu and Makabe because uh, <laughs> Kojima will bounce back with that. They have some really cool uh, uh, machine gun chop exchanges, which is quite funny. And uh, Akata gets hit with a Destino and a last of the Dragon on Nagata for the win. So, uh, yeah, Naito looks super strong and has won or his team has won every single tag match against Okada's team. So, yeah, I wonder if Naito yeah. can uh, capitalize on that in the last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, this tag team of uh, Nagata and Mr. Bread, that's called uh, Two Dads Gym. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I realized when I was watching this match that Shingo's doesn't, he, I mean, yeah, he's the dragon or whatever, but like his gimmick is just that he's like cool. Like he's cool yeah. as fuck. That's his gimmick, yep. which is a pretty, pretty good gimmick to have. So, um, you know, but this is a tale as old as time. You know, Naito's a dick to Okada. Okada's a dick back. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that is true. And that'll be a story as old as time, I think. But here we go. We have a major title match here, which is the Flying Tigers, the Ass Masters, the BC Cuties, and El Desperado and Kanemaru. And, uh, yeah, you see both the Flying Tigers, both rocking masks, uh, Tiger Mask. What, yeah, what do you think about this Eagles mask? What do you think about this? It's even got the little sniper eye over the thing, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of adorable. I really liked it. but uh, cheesy. Yeah, I do remember seeing an eagle mask in a rest, re- recent wrestling show that we talked about, Taka Taichi yeah. Mania. Yeah. So uh, eagle mask uh, ha- must be scrutinizing Robbie Eagles very closely. Just He's a just tap out guy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. But uh, yeah, so look, I didn't realize maybe I missed the instructions at the start, instructions or the rules at the start, but uh, I expected this to be kind of like like a tag match. And instead, the tags are very loose. In fact, Mr. Andy, if there's two guys in the ring from an opposing tag team, obviously not the same tag team, then those two guys are the legal people. That's how this match works. Two guys in the yeah. ring, they're legal. That's the rules. If, if you wrap your brain around that and get into that, this match is a really good time. Uh, it feels like everyone gets a chance to shine and to get their shit in, which is really awesome. Uh, Robbie does this awesome run up to the outside, which was nuts, where you just run someone into a crowd of people. There's like, <laughs> like I think there's tagging at the start of the match, then it quickly devolves and there's no tagging at all for like the last 10 minutes or anything. It's just like, those two guys, legal. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Lots of great spots, but holy shit. Uh, something you and I were kind of expecting. Who else could be the 69th champions? Surely. We wish it was the mega coaches, but it is the ass masters. And I say uh, Wato needs a title probably more than Rocky Romero does at this point. So maybe making him a champ with Taguchi is the right way to go. So, yeah, 
this is beginning the 69th tag team champions uh Ryusuke Kitaguchi and master wato so yeah Taguchi pins tiger mask so it's not even a story where the ex champs can get their win back or you know because they oh you can get pinned nope they lost it's over yeah i love this this is fun yeah. man super fun uh, it was a great time this this is when we get uh to see tiger mask new golden gear and it's just incredible yeah. it's like wow that's so awesome i love it and he's got new boots so he's new boot goofing everybody's new boot goofing it's it's the new cool thing to do um, i reckon you've got a, a song that you've written in your uh <laughs> fantasy book channel fantasy dream book. fantasy dream book and it's like a, a a wrestling song you've written called new boot goofing yeah i mean maybe it's about wrestling maybe it's about other stuff we don't know but uh so we had an interesting moment in this match where master wato he steals the blue tiger mask from ishimori and looks at it and is like well i wear the blue and this is the blue mask <laughs> and then he hands it to to a tiger mask like hey and that's funny so um glad you think so but uh <laughs> there's also a fun little joke that they did in this match maybe on purpose maybe not for the first five minutes anytime someone tries to hit the ropes they get tripped like so there's like someone on the outside just tripping everybody so anytime yep. some momentum gets going in the ring somebody hits the ropes and they get tripped and it's really funny. Um, we had that uh, huge moonsault to the floor from Ishimori. Tope on heel from Watto. Then the top rope springboard. Frankensteiner from uh, Robbie Eagles to the floor. That was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I love it's amazing. that. Uh, yeah, we get that good shit from ELP and Eagles. And ELP has super kick insecurity again and hesitates. That was really fun, yeah. man. I love this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. And it was like quick. I don't know how long it was, but it, was, it seemed like it went real quick and like everything was everything meant something in the match. You know, there wasn't any any crap. It was all all there. And I liked it. It but, really oh, flowed look, well. Yeah. Sorry. One more thing yeah, I was, was going to mention is yeah. that that now that like Watto and Taguchi, they don't have any chance at the like junior title. They both lost junior title matches recently, so they shouldn't get a junior title match. So that means that the the uh, tag belts, junior tag belts, will no longer be involved ever again with the junior title. And El Desperado says, hold my beer. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, this match flowed well. It was fast-paced and fun. Didn't overstay its welcome. And, hey, we got a feel-good funny story of the 69 double 69 champs mm -hmm. uh, so yeah cool stuff then we wow. get another another match that's kind of fun but also kind of stuff that we've seen also on previous nights it's a heavyweight tag team title match it's evil and yujiro versus the chaos boy sorry sorry team bishamon as they now like to be called and they both Welcome. have matching robes and staffs now oh my god i bet you kenta lost his fucking mind i think that's what you said to me when uh, yeah that that is a joke i was gonna tell on the show yeah it was it is it was a i joke just took I was it tell, but, hey i did give you yeah. credit for it mm -hmm. 
Okay. I did just steal your shit, so I do apologize for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying it. I'm like, wait, jokes anymore. That. That I'm not good. not gonna message you my jokes or insights anymore because you'll just steal them. So. You, I don't make a habit of that. But what okay. do you think? Before we go into the match, what do you think of the name Team Bishamon? I don't give a fuck. I'm mad at him for <laughs> you know for. Uh, I mean, Luke. One of the things that I hate about Goto is he's an unoriginal bastard. And now he can't even let Yoshihashi have the one thing that Yoshihashi has, which is the bow staff. Now he's like, oh, I, I get a bow staff now, too. Look at mine. Fucking jerk. And his, it looks like a lantern. Like it's supposed to have a lantern on the end of it or something. It's not even a proper bow staff. What is it? Yoshihashi looked at the staff and said, yeah, mine's bigger. <laughs> Yeah, he's got penis envy. And look at this. The rest of House of Torture jumps them before the bell. Oh, look. And as fun as this match was, and, you know, I mean, Goto got to use his brand new stick and all. We've kind of seen this before. It's pretty much the Lumberjack match, but tag team style. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Yoshihashi retains by pinning Yujiro, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Evil hits Yoshihashi with a chair, and then there's pimp juice, but he kicks out because he's just so powerful. <laughs> so you want to want to talk about something that was absolutely amazing and absolutely wonderful and fantastic, and I loved it, even the finish. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, by the way... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this over the last uh, couple of years, but every time Tanahashi gets a, a title, he'll make a comment like, I want to bring this to the title. This is what I want to do with my title reign. And then he loses the next match. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring wrestling back to the United States title because, you know, they've been having death matches and shit for a, a lot. And uh, so he's like, I want, to bring, I want to bring wrestling back to this title. I'm like, mm, he's... He's losing, isn't he? <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know how long this match was. I didn't even notice time. I just kind of got lost in this match. It was awesome. Just like you've been saying in their preview matches, Tanahashi makes Sonata fun in a way that maybe Zack Sabre Jr. makes him more intense and interesting to watch as well. Uh, Sonata is a... Tanahashi is a really good pairing for Sonata. This match is fucking awesome. And even though Tanahashi should be trying to win and beat up Sonata, he's just like determined to get his own paradise lock on, which he does, finally. <laughs> it takes him a few, few tries, but he finally gets it. And, dude, we get, like, another one of my favorite moves. In the, it, like, we've got how many shows? Six shows? And in two of, the shit, two of these six shows. This is a guy who just had, like, a... Big-ass death match with Kenta, and he's and we're getting two aces high, high-fly flows to the outside. This is just fucking nuts. And both of these guys are trying to hit their moves on each other. <laughs> and oh, I love this. This look, One of my favorite fucking things happens. Tanner's got him for a German, or just a dragon sleeper, and nah, Sonata's powering out of it. I'm like, <gasps> straight jacket, straight jacket, jacket. Yes, straight jacket. He hits it. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> Dude, Sonata is able to kind of bounce back. You think you think Tanahashi's going to just, just fucking, oh, my God, this high fly flows, 
there's mood assaults on each other to the cows come home. They both hit their legs, even though their legs are damaged and they're both like just totally fucked. Oh my God. So, you know, that they're probably too fucked to finish that, finish it with their main finishing moves. And then we get, then we get it. Sonata manages to trap, trap Tanahashi in that Okada bridge of his one, two, three. Sonata is now, he's the first singles title he's ever held in new Japan. And I'm, Part of me is just like, no, I want a tatter to win. Another part of me is just like, I rag on this guy a lot, and you earned that. That was a fucking great match. You know, so, yeah, all right. Let's see where this goes. Uh, I love this match, Mr. Andy, Tanahashi versus Sonata. What do you think? Oh, it's it's great. All yeah. the things you said and more. Um, you know, Sonata's gimmick is that he's cold scar or whatever, but his entering gimmick is that he's like a mat wrestler guy, you know, that's kind of, I mean, right. I mean, that's what he always excels at the most is that, is that he's like a mat wrestler. And so it's been fun to watch him and Tanahashi do that. And they really feature that a lot in this, in this match at the beginning where they do like fun mat wrestling and then they go to the floor and they do the, the mat wrestling on the floor. And it hurts worse, you know, for no reason. But it's just really funny because the crowd's like, whoa, they're on the floor doing an arm lock. (laughs) All moves hurt more on the outside. That's the rule of wrestling. Absolutely, man. That was really great. And like earlier in the match, Tanahashi tries a paradise like, but he doesn't he doesn't know that move. But later on, he figures it out and does like his own like cloverleaf version of it. And it's kind of cool. That was really good storytelling and neat stuff. You know, I, I was just waiting for him to start doing the dragon screws and they did eventually, you know, and uh, I I don't know. I really like it. I think that the the Tanahashi version of the Paradise Life should be called the universe lock because he's the ace of the universe, you know. I think that's a good call. And yeah. I think that's what we're going to call it from now on, Mr. Andy. Yeah. That is universe lock. So, yep. uh, there's two like kind of sections of this match that I really like is kind of they both get these big, long comebacks that end both times with them hitting their signature top rope move only for their opponent to get their knees up. So like, yeah. you know, Tanahashi goes for the high five flow off top rope. And after a big long comeback sequence and Sonata gets his knees up, then he gets to go on his big long sequence that ends with him starting to hit the mood assault, but no Tanahashi get his knees up. And they're so far apart that you don't notice it's the same thing, but it's just this like really cool long building thing. I really enjoyed that. I thought this was just a great match. But um, something happened during this match uh, to me, though, that made me enjoy it even more and just enjoy Fuck life yeah. more. And uh, that was I figured out that uh, how to insert Tai Chi and Doki into famous paintings. And so I started doing that. And that was fun. And that's on our Twitter and our Instagram. So. So I don't use Instagram, which is probably why I don't pimp it. But uh, please, everyone. um Listen, because Mr. Andy's going to tell us what our Instagram thing is. It's at Never Open Pod, and the cool thing about following us on Instagram is I can actually post New Japan videos on there. Because if I lose the Instagram account, I don't give a shit. So you know, if they come, <laughs> for, if they come for us or something like that. So. Uh, well, they haven't come for us for the logo, so I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, who knows? But all right, so we've covered five shows. And I think for us, in in the time that we've taken to do that, that's pretty damn good record timing, Mr. Andy. 
Yeah. One hour and 40 minutes and we've covered wow. five shows. Yeah, that's pretty hey. good. That's pretty good. Hey. You hey, know hey, what? Hey. What? I'm patting myself on the back and you should oh, do this for yourself. I think we deserve, we deserve a break. You know, yeah. and I, I think we should uh, break right here and hear from our guy Ian about Strong. Hell yeah, we should. Yeah. So here is uh, Ian's Strong review from the date that was the date of February Schmelf. 12. <laughs> Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong review. The New Beginning USA tapings continue with an intro segment from Ian Riccoboni and Alex Kozlov. Riccoboni is growing on me, and he serves a useful function in stopping Alex being as weird or silly or bad as he usually is for most of this show. Our first match features the New Japan debut of Seattle mainstay Cody Chun facing off against Hukuleo. The crowd here are basically a Defy wrestling crowd, and so they get behind a guy who's been a Defy mainstay since 2017. Chun has a good showing as a smaller guy trying to fell the tree that is Hikaleo. I will be fair to Hikaleo here and say he is making progress. He hits Cody with some really meaty chops in this match and otherwise holds up his end of the match pretty well, while giving Cody quite a lot to work with. The basic story of the match is that Hikaleo deeply underestimates his opponent, leading to Cody Chun landing a lot of offence that includes a really beautiful cutter. It's only when Cody gets cocky that Hikaleo is able to get control of the match again. I hope they use Chun more, as he's really got something. Following this, Renarita continues the unofficial challenge series that he's been on since facing Will Ospreay and Katsuyori Shibata by entering into singles action against Josh Barnett. Predictably, this match is very big and meaty. Barnett looks like he's been tasked with taking the former young lion out to the woodshed, and that determines the flow of the match nicely. I was a little surprised that they didn't give Narita more here. I know he's still new to being an ex-young lion and in the position of being elevated by losing to great guys, but Barnett felt too dominant, and while Narita had some good counters, he was never in control of the match. I'm hoping to have bigger and better things in mind for Narita after this. In our main event, Jonah and Bad Dude Tito face off against Finjuice. While Finjuice were nominally the faces here, they worked a notably heelish style. They were flamboyant, but they cut the ring in half and dominated against Tito while building up for a hot tag from Jonah. And yeah, we need to talk about Jonah. This is a week where Keith Lee returned to the ring and showed what an athletic big guy actually can do. His beel toss of Isaiah Cassidy put the lad in orbit. And that was with Lee not yet in full fighting shape. Compared to that, Jonah just looks a bit limited. The star of this match, oddly, was Tito, who did a good job of being an aggressive but inexperienced heel and landed a spinning blue thunderbomb that looked great. In the end, though, Finjuice sneak a win, adding to the odd impression that they were working heel all this time. This was a pretty good episode. Narita's journey remains interesting, Cody Chun is someone to watch, and Badu Tito is fun. Hopefully next week feels a bit more substantial, but at least I didn't waste my time. Thanks, guys, and until next time, keep it strong. Yeah, pity that uh, Ren Narita match with Josh Barnett wasn't a bit more back and forthy, but yeah. Yeah, I I don't know why Josh Barnett 
is I mean I know why he's like probably worse than Makave like times a hundred but like because he always wrestles you know whenever he wrestles he's always put over huge you know and strong and everything and wait you know when he wins he wins easily and when he loses he loses to Moxley or something you know so yeah it's uh he's kind of I don't really I'm okay with not ever watching him wrestle or ever, <laughs> but uh, but I don't I don't hate him. I'm just saying it's nice that Ian Recabani is on uh, strong. He's very good. He was he's just like you know he's Kevin Kelly Jr. That's what he is, and he's cool. very good at being Kelly Kevin Kelly Jr. Which is funny because that's what uh, Shingo called himself. There's like this joke. Shingo was on some TV show and they had to give a fake name for a video game or something. And he, he said he was Kevin Kelly Jr. So <laughs> I think they all like him, you know? All right, man. Are you ready? Are we ready for New Japan Golden in Hokkaido from the 20th? Yes. And Luke, this is actually at the Hokkaido Perfectoral 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 uh sports center and um this is an interesting place because it's an indoor sporting arena located in this place it's near it's in Sapporo but it's also in other places that are you know like sub things of perfectoral names and whatnot yeah but sometimes it's called this other thing but the capacity of the main arena is 8,000 and it hosted some of the group games for the FIBA 2006 world championships and also the 2006 women's volleyball world championships luke this is not b league this isn't d league this is the only league that's like that's the top elite league then that's the best of the best that's the cream of the freaking crop mr andy s tier oh my god yeah how, how can awesome. the show live up to that let you want well, to find out i think I think the only way is to maybe bring someone in to the show that maybe represents one of these teams, you know, that's, that would be a good way to kind of like do something cool for, you know, to, to honor this uh, amazing sporting event and sporting yes. center. Yes. There should have been uh, a volleyball set up for the uh, Toriyanu Suzuki match for sure. All right. So here we go. We've got Kosai Fujita and the, Flying Tigers versus Jado and the Bullet Club Cuties. Look at this. The two losing teams back at the bottom of the rung in the opening curtain joker, which is what usually happens. And then this is where I hear the news, Mr. Andy, that's made me go on a mini rant here that made me go, what are you fucking doing? Because apparently on an impact pay-per-view, fucking Jay White turns on Tamatonga and brings back the Good Brothers into Bullet Club on a fucking pay-per-view for a brand I don't watch. Why is major New Japan pro wrestling stories happening elsewhere, motherfuckers? I, I, I don't know why. It boggles my brain. It really annoyed me. I'm like, that would have been a really cool moment if it had happened in fucking Japan. Or hell, even in New Japan Strong or something like that. You know, because at least that's a New Japan pro wrestling TV show, Mr. Andy, that we could at least... Like, be bothered to check out? No, we'll probably have to wait a few days' time for when the, the footage turns up on New Japan World or something like that. What are they doing? I would have loved to have seen some of that. I'm not paying dollary dues for a fucking Impact pay-per-view, Mr. Andy. No. It's not no. fucking happening. I'm not doing that. 
And that's the Luka. only way you could have seen it. Anyway, I have, I have never given Impact one dollar. Not one time. Never will. You know, it's not worth it. Don't give them your money. Um, but uh, yeah, that's frustrating. And I understand. I share your frustration because, you know, of course, we want Jay White to be in, you know, Japan. And so, like, it's funny. You say, why are major New Japan storylines happening in, in Impact? I'm sorry. I don't care how big they are. If they're happening on Impact, they aren't major storylines just by definition. So, you know, it just, they're burying the storyline by having it on Impact. Fuck Impact. God. Thank you. Yes. Exactly what you said. <sighs> anyway, uh, Elfin Tasbo went super kick for Jita. So uh, Ishimori does the bloody cross on him and wins. Uh, and then and, you see some I mean, tension in the team. Not only is there this bullshit going on with Impact, but there's a squeaky rope. <laughs> there's a squeaky rope this whole match, you know, or this whole show. And they don't fix it at, uh, at uh, intermission, which is frustrating. I mean, come on, New Japan, you never have squeaky ropes. I used to go to an indie show. And they just, like, didn't know that they had squeaky ropes or something. And I mean, like, every time somebody hit the ropes, it's like, and it was ear-piercing. It was ear-piercing. Ear and you'd just be like, brother, and just, I mean, buy some fucking WD-40. But, Luke, in this match, it was like a face, a fast-paced opener. And mm. Eagles, of course, was looking for the Marcus Tullius Cicero special. Um, hey. You know, but uh, he he doesn't get it, you know, but ELP does have that existential crisis and Ishimori hits the bloody cross for the win. Um, dissension and Bullet Club off screen. Squeaky rope. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, here we go. We got uh, Rio Hai Iwa and Tomohiro Ishii. This is Doki and Taichi. Oh my God, Ishii's wrestling somebody new. Oh my God, and it's Tai Chi. This match is great. Uh, by the way, uh, Charity was in the room when the show was on, and uh, she hadn't seen Doki do his thing yet. So my wife is a very, very nice, kind person. She's Doki. Walk up to Kevin Kelly and Chris Chart with the pipe and just start fucking banging it, banging it, and just giving him shit. She just bursts out laughing. Burst out laughing and, and uh, oh, she just couldn't stop laughing. She's just like, does he do that all the time? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that made me laugh. This match is lots of fun. Why? Because we get lots of Ishii stuff with Doki, with Doki trying to overcome Ishii, which was a blast. And then we get lots of awesome Tai Chi and Ishii stuff. And uh, Ishii always brings that fight out of Tai Chi, even in the. Uh, when Taichi's in house show mode, because let's face it, Taichi hasn't taken his pants off at all in all six shows. <laughs> no, he has not. <laughs> in fact, Taichi lazily slams Rio High Iwa and pins him. And then there's there's a there's a bit of uh, smack talk between Taichi and Ishii here, which makes me go, hmm, New Japan Cup. <laughs> well, we also this uh, there's a new ref. Um, I think he showed up last night or on the show before. Yeah. And he's he kind of looks like Chumpy Jr. He's real short, <laughs> you know, like Chumpy, and uh, kind of like has that, that same. That is forever look about his him. name now. Yeah, Chumpy Jr. So Chumpy Jr. Uh, was refing this match, and after the match, he was trying to get in the fucking New Japan Cup. He tried to shoot on Taichi, and Taichi just fucking took him out. 
You know, he 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 just killed the new ref trying to shoot Did on he me. Toss him, like toss him for, toss him across the ring or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do <laughs> with new refs. You know what I mean? Trying to shoot on Taichi. You know, uh, but I mean, if you're gonna get in the New Japan Cup, that's one way to do it, I guess. You know. Yeah, that's definitely one way to do it. So yeah, you know, we've started off with a couple really cool, fast-paced, fun matches. Let's keep it going. We've got Satoshi Kojima. And the and the newly crowned champs, the Ass Masters. <sighs> Fuck! Versus <laughs> Takamichinoku, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Okay. So, oh no, that's not the match no. that we got. Yeah. No, well, because because it was supposed to be that was supposed to be that match, and then it was supposed to be. Um, Tenzan versus Great Khan. So what we got instead right. was Ask Masters versus ELD and Kanemaru in a non-title match. Oh, wow, that's great. And, and I said, well, why can't this be a title match? Give it some stakes. And someone on Twitter was just like, oh, they just wrestled for the title last night. And I'm like, so? Didn't Okada <laughs> wrestle both nights at Wrestle Kingdom? It did, right? And he became yeah. world champion. Get out of this here. A, this could be I mean, easily this been is a, a title Wrestle match. Kingdom. New, New Japan yeah. Golden Series is at Wrestle Kingdom, so maybe that shouldn't be your immediate co- comparison. But, yes, wrestlers have been known to defend their titles two nights in a row. That is definitely a thing that's happened in the history of the world of wrestling many Dude, times. I, I don't like this match at all because of what it sets up. Te- mm-hmm. Kanemaru and El Desperado don't need to be in the title scene because El Desperado is too busy having mediocre title matches. <clears throat> yeah. So... Why why are these tight BC cuties didn't get pinned? What about Ask Masters versus the Cuties? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> why why it's, couldn't uh... I, I, why couldn't someone why couldn't maybe one of the cuties, maybe ELP because of his hesitation, or Katamaro taking the pin, and then the flying tigers could have been like, hey, you didn't pin us for those belts and have a rematch. No. Instead, we've got another feud where the junior champion is now going to be involved with the junior tag titles because Kanemaru pins Taguchi. Why? 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, and I thought, uh, you know, there was an interaction between ELP <laughs> and Desperado in one of those matches where ELP's like, I want next, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, good. But no, you know, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Why is he challenging for the junior title? Someone should have been coming out and being like, Oi, I want the junior gold. Now he's got a feud. Now he's busy. And Kanemaru's like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? Uh, Doki, let's go. Tag team. Well, I'll tell different. you what. I mean, Desperado can't feud with Okada and the Ass Masters at the same time. Or can he? <sighs> Dude. This brain, this match hurt my brain, and I don't want to talk about it anymore because the next match uh, healed my brain and made me really, really, really fucking happy. Uh, I, I wrote lots of notes about this, but do you want to start start this match off, man? Do you want to talk oh, about sure. it first? Yeah, yeah it's man. the Great O'Conn versus Mr. Bread. 
Satoshi Kojima. And I, I learned, you know, I was thinking about Great O'Conn and like how he's the only person in the United Empire that actually cares about it, I think. Like nobody else actually cares. See how anybody just, turns like, up to fucking work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like uh Great O'Conn has a plan. He goes right after the baguette. You know, and he almost wins with an arm bar like right out of the gate. And it's awesome. Mr. Brad's selling. And uh, Okan destroys Kojima's arm with a chair twice. TTD on Kojima for two. Yeah, oh, he chumps just, that riff out. Oh, man. It's insulting, too. He brings back the, re- uh, the sit in the corner spot, which is great. But Kojima just lariats him off the top rope and he proceeds to bump to the floor and sell like he's bro- his ribs are broken Lock. and the yes. and the rest of the match is a selling clinic from from okan the rest of the match is him just bumping like a maniac like there's a koji cutter and like fucking okan goes flopping almost out of the ring it's awesome you know so that great that's just great you know brain buster okan like bumps twice for it you know uh, Khan yeah. busts out, but but you know Khan goes to the deep well, something we haven't seen for a while. He busts out that claw, gory special airplane spin thing, which is incredible. Oh and God. Mr. Bread is not a small dude, so when he does it to Mr. Bread, it's incredible. It Eliminator. Amazing. For the win after that, and then Okan sells to the back and literally falls on his face, walking through like trying to get through the curtain because he's so hurt from his battle with Mr. Brett. Oh my God. It's awesome. Dude. And these guys knew they had to do something different because they had, they had a singles match recently. We talked about it on the previous show. So this is a quick turnaround for another singles match between uh, Kojima and the great Okan. So not only is this match really good, it's better than the previous match they had. Because I think this match builds on that. Like, Great Khan realizing that if I can finish this early this time, I should fucking finish it early this time because Kojima could, you know, take me to the limit, beat, beat me up. So he goes after that arm really quick, and Kojima knows that Great Khan is going to try and win really quick and just kind of powers out of it as best he can. And, man, I just felt like this built off the previous match really good. The story they told was great. The commentators even did a good job. Like, sometimes they'll say shit, which make me go, oh, so this guy's winning this match. And they kind of did that here. They're putting over that, like, Kojima hasn't won a match with anything other than a lariat in, like, years. So they're, they're putting over that, oh, so maybe Kojima's going to pull out a cutter or something like that and maybe pull out a win there. So the commentators, well done, Charlton and Kevin. You, cut, you added to the story there for me as well. So you all got me. And then that gory torture rack back spin special claw thing that he fucking does is just. And as you say, Kojima is a big, a big dude. So th- this shows the deceptive power of Great Khan. He sells like a crazy man. That's why like he's perfect for that never area. I mean, he'd be perfect for another United States run against Sonata because he can just do all the different types of the wrestlings. And it's great. This match was fucking awesome. I love it more than the first match. It wasn't a match that was supposed to happen. It was going to be Tenzan. I'm not upset. We got this instead. This was <laughs> never as fun. I loved it. I loved you're it. Right. It was hey, so you're, good. 
You're Sorry, right no offense the... to Hiroshi Tenzan, but I, I'm, I like Kojima more anyway. So what can I say? You're right about the commentators uh, doing a re- like they did great on this whole run, like the, during this whole yeah. tour. They were they were awesome. I mean, at no point were they saying dumb shit or like stuff that was like annoying me or taking me out of the match. They like added to it every time. In fact, at one point during one of those. Uh, uh Ocon matches Chris Charlton made the point that he said that you know kind of like in the sports terms he said that uh Ocon is a, is a he matches up well with everyone in New Japan and that's that's yeah. like there's a lot to that statement he's not wrong you know I think Ocon is yeah. like I mean we've been saying it for a long time but he's special and like it's becoming more and more obvious the more we see him or <laughs> how special he is yeah, uh, <clears throat> like I he just Homa, just the Homa match. Like I love that. And then yeah. t- to pull out a com- match was that was completely different with Kojima. Like it was nothing. It was they did similar spots here and there, but I just felt like a different match, and it felt like a continuation of their war together. It was great. Oh, I just want to keep talking about it, but I guess we got to go to. Uh, GBH and Nagata and Tanahashi versus all of LAJ except Naito because, you know, Naito's in the main event. And, you know, Makabe has to look strong in his bit. See, now now I'm just like, oh, man, that match was so good, and now I've got to talk about a, a match that exists. Makabe, though, he has to look strong in his bits with Shingo always. And Shingo's, all, Shingo's fine with it. He's a generous motherfucker, so he, he's happy to make Makabe look strong, but he's still going to beat him up, which is really nice. Tana and Sonata continue to be great together. Uh, so, you know, you're right when you said it. It never left my brain. Uh, Tana really does bring it out of Sonata. But, you know, of course, I lost the dragon on Honma. <laughs> because uh, Shingo's got to win all of these matches in true Cobb-like fashion with his finisher. So, yeah, fun stuff. But like maybe a nice little breather between Great Khan, Kojima, and what turned into what was uh, Suzuki Yano? Yeah, we. This is also when it's announced that the New Japan Cup is going to be 48 young lions. Uh, I mean, 48 wrestlers, and uh, <laughs> it, it's going to be awesome. So that's cool. And I just, I don't know. I have a little prediction here. So Hanma has been kind of featured, just you know, fairly recently in some some mm-hmm. matches. Just kind of seems to be getting a little more shit in than normal. And I feel like that uh, he's going to have a surprise win or two in the New Japan Cup. Cool. Why not? Oh yeah, and and here's my prediction for who's gonna win. I know we don't normally do this, but this is so. You remember how excited you were about your uh, G1 uh, Shingo storyline? I'm excited about yes. my uh, my uh, G, uh, New Japan Cup storyline. So what? It, here's mm. what it is. It's a, so it's Taichi. He gets all the way to the finals, but so does <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. Right? And so Zack Saber Jr. has to beat Taichi. You know, but Tai Chi, you know, it's not Tai Chi doesn't let him win, but he knows he's going to lose. Like, you you know, you added uh, a detail to this when we were first talking about it, that it would be the I'm sorry, I love you, but no one retires, you know, but it's just to be a really like interesting, touching moment. Miho could be ringside torn in two, her heart torn to a thousand pieces. Maybe even Suzuki's there. He doesn't know what to do. You know what I mean? And these two have to fight it out for a chance at the big belt, but Zack Sabre Jr. wins. 
and then Taichi accompanies him to the mat to the ring in his match versus Okada, and Zack Saber Jr. loses, but that just puts him over huge because it's so much heat, you know. Fuck, I really like that story. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will happen though because they've already done a Zack Saber Jr. wins the New Japan Cup, then loses to Okada thing. Yes, it's got to be a big name. That wins so because because I, I you know if there is one thing you learn from this podcast it's is Shibata in it. Uh, I, I well hold on let me I'm let me finish my thought that's a whole like yeah. other thing um so is that Okada well I was just gonna say is that Okada is about to go on one of these like legendary ten defense runs with this yeah. belt so and it's gonna be versus big names it's not just gonna be you know uh i don't know sonata again or something like that it'll be big names so that's why i'm hoping it's you know zach this could make zach saber jr one of those big names but anyway that would be amazing if this is a big comeback for shibata and he shows up in the new japan cup that would be great i just would hate to see him go in and not do much you know what i mean he'd have to go in yeah. and have like a major run and lose like a you know pivotal match versus somebody that you know he's lost to before or something like that. You know? No. Great icon. Okay. Yeah. We're up yeah. and coming. That's cool. Yeah. I just, I, I need, like, we're, we're seeing Great Khan have all these amazing matches. I'm, I'm ready for him to have a feud, and I'm ready for him to win that feud. And I, no offense to the dads, but you kind of know, like, <laughs> you know Great Khan's winning these matches, right? He's just going to, he's going to make it look good, but he's winning. Uh, but how how good was his G1? Even though he like he lost most of his matches, and yet his some of his matches were some of the best things in that G1. So I'm ready for him to start like being a winner, getting a title. I don't know. He, he needs to consistently. I need. I want to see him do good. God damn it, make it happen. Yeah, he should anyway. start doing the uh, the Owen Hart. You know, Owen Hart would come out and say, I'm a winner! And he would, like, he, he would just, like, dodge a, a lockup and be like, I won! I'm winning! And celebrate. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. All right. Let, let's get into this next match, Mr. Andy. It's uh, Manaro Suzuki versus Toriano in a dog cage death match. <laughs> and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, it's Tamokun! Novelty, devilish-looking creature, Tamu-kun, who's yeah. some kind of food mascot that they have. Okay, that's that was. I thought, I thought it was, that was for something. the building. Or I was hoping like Suzuki would be team. inside the thing and then yeah. like, take it off and beat him up. That would have been awesome. Also, I thought Cody Rhodes. I was like, oh shit, it's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> also, I was hoping Chumpy was going to call this match, and he is. Hell yeah. yes. Uh, also, even though Suzuki lost the uh, the vote, he brings cuffs anyway because he gives zero fucks about votes, like a true king. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, Yano survives a beating with both, and then uh, both men are cuffed. Like Suzuki manages to outwit Yano and uh, get a choke on with both his hands cuffed, which is uh, pretty funny. And Suzuki has hidden keys. Ooh, everyone's speculating where the keys came from as well. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to think about that. And then Sai, Yano outwits Suzuki and wins. It's kind of clever and stuff, but I was just, I just wanted something a little different for a while before it went straight to 
Yano being the king of pro wrestling thing again. <sighs> yeah, I really wanted Suzuki to win this. I'm sorry. I really, I really did. And and I think the crowd did too, because like uh, while Suzuki's murdering the poor young lady, poor young lion in the cage with him, the crowd grows very silent. They don't like seeing Suzuki locked in the cage, and neither do I. And uh, fuck y'all know. <laughs> Just this wow. <laughs> my eyes are rolling out of my head right now. Um, this is awesome. You're crazy, man. This is great. And and there's it's some fun, fun details. There's some fun details in here. Like, for example, Suzuki has this, like, leather leash thing. And no one mentions, is that Iska's leash? Not one fucking person is like, is that Iska's leash? It's what I mean, that's Iska's leash, right? Uh. Come on, yeah. You know, I nobody even noticed that. I I think Iska actually had a chain lease, but either way, it's that it is now. Um, and so he starts whipping, you know, Yano with. He usually eventually, you know, loses because of that thing that he brought with him. But uh, yeah. that was really fun. Also, at the beginning, Chumpy is, checks Yano and finds a key, and then Yano is like, "I'm a mega baby face." It's like you can have all the keys. I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> That was You're fun. You're a heel, Yano. You're a heel, goddammit. <laughs> now, this match is called a dog cage death match. And the only way to win is to lock your opponent in the dog cage. That's the only way to win. So mm -hmm. the match starts with the rope break. <laughs> what are you doing, Chumpy? I would have led Chumpy. to a DQ. Did you not go to fucking death match fucking class? So if if he DQs someone, then the other person wins. So there's not just one way to win this match, I guess. Um, oh my god! Ah, that was, uh, so, but we get lots of actual wrestling in this match, which I think was great. And you know, there was a lot of fun stuff. Yano trying to like, you know, do the never shit, but then not taking it seriously, and Suzuki just fucking him up, you know. They fight up the ramp, and Suzuki, 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 he goes for the rolling dog cage <laughs> back in the ring, and it's turnbuckle shenanigans, handcuff shenanigans. They both end up handcuffed in the front. Double hand chop off. Suzuki does a modified, <laughs> modified go behind rear naked choke, uh, and Suzuki finds a key and uncuffs himself, and it throws the two keys away and starts to whip Yano with the leash. Uh, they get the hangman spot uh, on the, you know, off the ring apron with the leash. He puts uh, the collar on Yano, and Suzuki picks up the ring bell hammer and starts stabbing Yano in the eye with it. That was funny. Um, Suzuki goes to the win, but Yano tethers Suzuki to the inside of the cage with that with that leash thing, and Yano chucks a young lion into Suzuki, causing them both to go into the cage. <laughs> And then he locks the case. There's a little more to this than what you said. Right. I, I really liked it. I mean, after the match, Yano is posing for pictures next to the fuming Suzuki, who's just in the cage, and he just starts killing the young lion. I love it. Return of the King. All right. Here's here's what here's what I have in my what was it called? Your uh, fantasy dream book. Here's what I have in my fantasy dream book. Suzuki retains. And then goes on to have a uh, young lion on a pole match. Toriano is Sonata's first challenger. Okay. Because uh, I, I, 
They only ever wrestle on uh, on G1s or World Tag League or whatever, but yeah. I'd like to see... Uh, hey, Yano wins so many times that they had to create a trophy for him to have. Otherwise, they'd be like, why isn't this guy having world title matches all the fucking time? Because he's one of the winningest wrestlers in all of New Japan. He is. He just is. Uh, and it's... Sounds like a complaint there. It's really not. Usually I want him to win feuds, so, uh, you know, this is the only time I, I wanted him to lose, and he didn't. Fuck you, Yano. Uh, but anyway. Oh, let's well, do it. Luke, all, all that's real, you know, not important compared to the... The next uh, fresh matchup? Know. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about <clears> this. Me too. In fact, I might have to take my pants off. <laughs> Mine are already off. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, so we got Team Bishamon and Yo versus House of Torture. That is Sho, Yijiro, and Evil. This is for the six-man never golds, and this is the kind of match you'd expect and have seen, and I'm ready to move on. Okay, please. And then I wrote, man, the world is not ready for Yoshi two belts. No one in the world is ready for Yoshi two belts. Togo pulls out the ref after a Shoto because there was the, – you know, Yoshi almost achieved the impossible, achieved something that I think would fucking rip a hole in the space-time continuum if it fucking happened. <laughs> fucking – it would be proof that we're living in the fucking bad timeline, like if it was Yoshi 2 belts. Like, what is going on? Anyway, there's yeah. cheating galore and a big juice this time on Yoshi for the win. And uh, how's the torture retain? And it's over, right? It's finished. It's done. They, they won't wrestle anymore. Oh, I'm looking nothing at the card for March fucking first. Where's this fucking? Nothing is settled. You know. In fact, both these title matches between these two groups, uh, they both retain. Nothing settled. It's not over. The match was okay, you know. But it's just, man, I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about. A match that maybe I was in the right frame of mind because, like, last night was really good and tonight, this night, was pretty fun too. And maybe I was just in a mood for it because, uh, boy, oh, boy, is uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Kazuchika Okada a very Okada match for a lot of it. And I think a lot of listeners and you, Mr. Andy, know how I feel sometimes about Okada matches and the way he paces them. But... I don't know. Maybe I was just in the right frame of mind. Maybe I just like the build-up uh, because, yeah, I thought this match was kind of awesome, Mr. Andy. There, I said it. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, I, a part of me, though, wanted Naito to win this new title and treat it like the old, like he did the old <laughs> IC title. That would have been awesome. But let's do this fucking match in some respect because you'll crush this better than me. Take us through Tetsuya Naito versus Kuzuchika Okada. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is very good. And you know, you're in for a long one. You know, I don't know how, I, I don't know how long this was. I'll look it up, but, uh, it was probably pretty long. And I'll do it uh, they, they started out, you know, it's not the classic start, but it's a pretty standard, you know, pace for a long Naito match, long Okada match. And they get these long holds posturing, set up the drama that's going to come later. Okada won't let Naito escape or get away with joking around. Every time Naito tries to joke around, like Okada's got something for him. And it doesn't take long for Naito to start attacking Okada's knee, though. Uh, it's a pretty great strategy by Naito. 
he's been kind of going after uh like the knee and Okada's neck. So like in this match, how it works is that anytime he can't get at Okada's knee, he goes for the neck and vice versa. So it's kind of he like he's got kind of this dual strategy going with going after two body parts, which is cool. So they settle into that slow building New Japan title match back and forth. And it's awesome. Of course, Okada's trying to figure out ways to attack and Naito uh, going back to the knee or the neck to kill Okada's momentum. Uh, these periods last like several minutes each. And then the, the longer they get longer, longer progressively. And basically they just end in the double down almost every time to reset. Okada is like, fuck my neck. No, fuck your neck. DDT on the apron, <laughs> draping <laughs> DDT yeah. on the floor, um, which is awesome. And uh, Naito comes yep. back and starts to, uh, you know, hit those elbows in the corner, and he just goes real hard. Like, like ref uh, Red Shoes has to like stop him from killing Okada, which is great. Um, then it's uh, Money Club versus Naito's leg hold. Uh, and Naito catches on fire, gets a Frankensteiner, Esperanza, and the Heavy Rain Destino. Desperation Rainmaker, though, for a big double down. Crowd's just losing it at this point. It's what you want from this match. Destino! And Naito hits the Stardust Press. Yes! Oh, my God, is it the... It's the best one I've ever seen. It was incredible. Fucking crowd goes nuts, too, dude. So awesome. But it only gets two... And that's kind of, you know, you know, you know that Okada is inevitable at this point. Destino reversed an Okada's driver, that like kind of, you know, Michinoku looking driver thing he does. And uh, it's into something else, into something else. And then Okada hits his own kind of Destino. Naito avoids the Rainmaker in a bunch of cool and exciting ways, getting like five quick hook spots in a row. But Okada finally gets that uh, landslide driver, holds onto the wrist, uh, Rainmaker for the win. Uh, that Stardust Press, man. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. We'll talk. I mean, we'll talk about who's next and everything and what's next for Okada. But, you know, why did you like this? I think. Can you hear me? Yeah. My headphones went funny. The volume went down. I don't know what happened. Anyway, I was in the right headset for, for wrestling, even though I'd already watched five freaking shows before this, plus Rampage and Dynamite. So I. It still wasn't wrestling out for some reason. <laughs> and by the way, this is match. Maybe this is another reason why I like it a lot more uh, than maybe you, you thought I might. It's 29 minutes, which for an Akata heavyweight yeah. title match, especially against Tetsuya Naito, is on the short side. Like that's G1 against Sonata level kind of length. So, uh, yeah, I, it just felt. Nothing ever felt too long, so I know how he has those long, slow starts and stuff, but it never felt like it took too long before to start getting moving into the next part. And then it never felt like it took too long to get into the next part, and then all these next parts were better than the previous parts, and it just built up really nicely. End was great. The Stardust Press was awesome because Naito rarely ever pulls that out anymore, so he knows how he knows how big a deal this, this is to beat Okada. Uh, in this match, he pulls out everything he absolutely can, and it's still not enough. Uh, Rainmaker, Nakata wins. Just had a really great time with it. I don't know. Maybe I was. Hey, here's how good a time I had with wrestling this weekend, Mr. Andy. Sonata beat Tanahashi. I'm just like, yep, that was that was pretty cool. Yep, let's see where it goes. 
uh, uh, I live in bizarro world in my brain right now or something. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, really cool stuff. Maybe, maybe I would have been a bit like, Oh, the first half of this was a bit too slow for me if this was 45 minutes, but it's not, it's 29. So yeah, it was for an Akata title match. It felt nice and tight. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And they didn't do a ton on the floor. Like, usually yeah. in an Okada title match, they did. it's more like a Naito match to me, you know, and like they, but when they, they went on the floor, they didn't stay down there for very long. Usually Okada spends like 10 minutes of a match on the floor, just walking around slowly, throwing dudes in the shut, into shit and jumping over stuff. So we didn't get that. And you're right, the opening sequence was shorter than it would normally be before they started to kind of get to it a little bit. But I don't know. I loved it. I wish my only thing is this and listen, I'm not trying to be contrarian. I'm just kind of trying to tell how it is. One of the reasons why New Japan has lost a lot of viewers is because this match usually on a card like this, like a big show, quote unquote, would have been yeah. like the third match, the third great singles match on the show. You know what I mean? And so we just aren't getting those like cards that have like four or five great singles matches on them anymore. They just don't do that anymore because they don't have enough wrestlers to do it, I guess. So, which would, seems like that wouldn't be the case. Seems like it'd be the opposite and you'd want to do that kind of thing, but they don't do that except at G1 time, but they used to. I miss We that. thought they were doing it more too when they started doing, um, with the tag team feuds, remember we had uh, Taichi versus yeah. Tongaloa, then Taichi versus Tamatonga, and vice versa with Zack Sabre Jr. Then some of the junior feuds that we've had for the tag titles recently have featured special singles matches there recently too. Uh, hell, we even covered some on, on this very show. Uh, Tiger Mask and uh, El Fantasma when the Ishimori yeah. Eagles. But there so, were uh, several. There were, I'm talking about all on the same show. You, you mean there Big Mark Hayden? Yeah, yeah, there's it, only on, only at Wrestle Kingdom and maybe like Dominion, a, a, you know. So a show like this would normally have a match like this, then it might have, say, Ishii versus Ibushi or something like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's clear to me that this was the match of the night, like hands down by far. It, like it, it, it just was. And then for me, this my second favorite match was uh, like. Kaido Khan versus Satoshi Kojima, and that was 10 Oh, minutes. yeah, man. That was an yeah, awesome man. match. You know, I yep. really liked that. I, I liked uh, the, you know, Kapow match. The King of Pro Wrestling match was awesome as well. So uh, this was a fun show, and it was a fun week for New Japan. We got a little break coming up. Oh, wait, wait. We didn't even talk about what happens after. So Okada gets on the mic, and he starts, you know, talking about how great he is and everything and how he's the best and he sure does love the fans, and man, he's a good guy. But then he's like, what's next for me? Oh, well, the anniversary show is on March 1st, which I believe might be our next show. And uh, it is going to be him versus Desperado at the anniversary show. So we're renewing the uh, junior versus uh, heavyweight rival for the yeah. – uh, uh, you know, uh, heavy – or for the uh, anniversary show because they hadn't quite done that for a while. So that's good. All right. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, part of me is still stinging from the fact we never got Naito versus Hiromu. Remember? We're supposed to get that. Yeah, okay. yeah I do. I'll never forget. Yeah. 
<laughs> never forget, we're, never forget. Well, we're keeping that dream alive here on the show because remember I was like trying to fantasy. I had that in my fantasy dream book like last yeah. year, I think. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it looks like our next uh, show there's, okay, so it's the Not New Japan Cup press conference, which is uh, tomorrow. So we'll probably, I don't know, maybe next week we can hop on and do like a little quick little follow-up just about that. That'll tell yep. us about that. And then New Japan Cup starts on the 2nd of March after the anniversary show. And like, man, it's, there's a lot of shows, you know, there's like 16 in the month of March. So there's basically one every other day, if not every day. So that's a lot. That is just what I wanted, Mr. Andy. <laughs> oh, oh, guess what, Luke? The other I, thing I say that, awesome. but it's going to be awesome. The what? other thing that's awesome is after uh, the 10th, I think it's the 10th or maybe around that time, it's uh, we go back to like the daylight savings goes away. So the shows will start at 530 for me. So I'll get to watch them live again. I won't have to like ruin my life just to watch them live. So I get to watch a lot of the New Japan Cup shows live. Sweet. Nice. That's, so we'll see. Yeah, Mr. Guy taking over the Tweety for some of these shows. That will be fucking awesome. And recording this show has been fucking awesome, Mr. Andy. I know we've gone uh, a while, but we covered six shows, which is pretty good. We've taken this long just to cover the three before I know that much. But uh, I think uh, we stuck to the wrestling most of the time. So how how, how fuck, that, that's amazing. We, we did it. We did it. The yeah, NJ Golden we, Series. This is like uh, episode 91 or something, Luke. So, yeah, we, we've, been, we've been doing this for a little while. We know what we're doing here at this point. No, 91, no shit. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Well, well, that was a good time. And uh, in Greater Khan, we trust. Fantasy Dream Book.